the gutter skypes. The gutter skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Last supper picture is that? <laughs> oh, is that still there? Yes. That's not the disturbing zombie one, right? <laughs> um, no, that's the one with the scientist. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Hi, sorry I'm late. Apparently, every clock in the house is something different. Mm. I am pretending so to be cool. muted. Well done. <laughs> The cell phone is officially on airplane mode at this point, so any strange noises that come from here are not my fault. <laughs> or at least not from your cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Maybe. How's everyone doing? Oh. Oh, dear. Yeah. That good, huh? Eh. Let's all take 30 seconds and break something on your behalf. <laughs> <laughs> then we can start again, refreshed, yes. emotionally cleansed, like, you know, a little sorbet in the palate. Let's find our cure eggs and destroy them. <laughs> take the quick drink, a toast to, to toxicity, and throw the glass into the, the great big fireplace at the end of the bar. <laughs> Yell, Opa! <laughs> Oh man! If I ever, if I ever get a, I don't even know if any, if it ever came out as a PDF, but if I ever find a PDF of the Calla, uh, the Callahan's, uh, GURPS supplement, even though I don't know the first thing about GURPS, I'm picking that bad boy up. And yeah, let me see. And in case anybody who is not in the know is wondering, that came into my mind because they're always. After a bag, really bad Callahan's Callahan's is a bar that's featured in many of Spider Robinson's stories, and they're famous for after a somebody makes a horrible pun, yeah, they'll throw well, glass well, well, into the fireplace. While you're explaining that, I will. I'm going to to change computers because I forgot why I wasn't using this one, and it's in, <laughs> and it's coming up again. So I will be back <laughs> momentarily. Okay. You sound great, by the way. Don't go! <laughs> Damn it! He left. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. oh wow. Anna, did you get my email about being a little late? I did. Okay, good. So I'm not hardly wasn't a shock. Hardly noticeable. We haven't even <laughs> we haven't even begun to breathe and get started or anything. I, I have a drunk dog on my hands. Oh, I, I think. Uh, oh, there you go. Okay. I couldn't oh. hear. Uh... Oh, me. Yeah. I was just being quiet. Okay, good. Yes, That's stop. fine. I did my pitch. Perish the thought. It's a new year. <laughs> Make some noise, man. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> seeing a portrait for you either. What's up? You're He's not? in ninja stealth mode. Oh, He's hosting I, I just, the call, I think. Aren't you? I, I am. I just changed it, though. 
What happens if I do this? You still oh, there? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You have the Last Supper thing up. I, it, well, it was. I just changed it. Oh, okay. No, you didn't. Maybe you have to refresh your your shield your um your picture for it to change. I guess so. Sure. And I'm back. If I do that, no. If I do that, Skype will try and update, and everything will be ruined. Ah, yes. I'm yes. not touching anything. Well, <laughs> welcome, welcome back. At any rate. Yeah, it's uh yeah the uh, the uh, Callahan stories that uh, that that uh, Eric was mentioning there. Those are excellent, ex- excellent stuff. So. Yes, they are. Cross time saloon is that it? Yeah, Callahan's uh, Callahan's Cross Time Saloons. The first book is actually a collection of stories from various sci-fi magazines. uh, That's uh, written by Spider Robinson. Yes, that goes back to the early '80s, doesn't it? Or '80s? I think it even goes back before that. Even I think. Yeah, Yeah. I was in a convention in Tampa a number of years ago. With Spider Robinson was there as a special guest. Yeah. And uh, the um, the people who were running the con asked him what he'd like um, to do as a presentation, and he he basically said, "Well, g- give give me about an hour in an auditorium where I can do anything I want." And they said, "Okay." <laughs> so he came in he came in with an acoustic guitar and sat up there on the stage and played Beatles covers. I remember you told us this. <laughs> oh, oh, I did tell you that before. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was him. I don't remember that. I'm thinking this, this sounds maybe familiar. He's going to do something where where uh, where he. Oh, there it is. He's you know, astronaut in a in a car. Yeah, that's Starman. Starman. He's in Did he space. Do good Beatles covers, or was he crappy at it? Oh no, he was good. <laughs> yeah, that's bearable then. Yeah, he's a famous author. Even if he was crappy about Doesn't it, it wouldn't tell him. If he plays crappy music, I don't care. I want to throw <laughs> something at him? No, it was very entertaining. <laughs> no, that's a live. That's well, it was live when it was taken. That's a live picture of the uh, the the mannequin in the Tesla in orbit around Earth. Slick. So it's not from the beginning of heavy metal. No, no, that one that one actually happened. Okay, cool. I'm gonna try and look up. It's it better be there. Nope. Oh well, it'll Still be there. Picture of the Last Supper. Okay. It Sorry. took mine a while. It took mine a while to load. So How did you refresh? Did you do anything? I didn't do anything. I just sat here and stared at the little thing. Okay. Really hard, though. You I did Barrett stare made a whole hard. lifestyle choice out of that. <laughs> apparently, apparently, I don't have enough mojo, juju, whatever it is to make the picture change. So I'll just sit here and be bitter. Mm. <laughs> oh, dang. No, too late. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't be bitter. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. <laughs> it already started. You might as well I just, make you know, a decent go of it. Exactly. Got a good run up. Just After all, I mean, you know, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why bother? It's just going to rain anyway. It's just going to rain. <laughs> so, wow. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. It has. It's been a while, and you guys. I'm so big... sorry of me last last time. I was going to say last week, but it was two whole weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I was a soggy, sickly wreck. So. I, I hope you feel better tonight. And this is I different do. from normal. How? So <laughs> yeah. well, now I was basically tired with a cold and allergies, but two weeks ago I was. I could not. 
could not get my head up off the table. I was just like hammered for days. I don't know what the hell happened, but better. I, I think better. you'll find that that there's a high probability that at least a few of us were sharing your condition. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the one that wimped out first. So, <laughs> El Wimpo, that take, is me. <laughs> take pride. You gave the rest of us the courage to to do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Or at least me. I was I was wiped too. You were a trendsetter. Uh, yes, Nikki was a pioneering trendsetter. <laughs> Being a Wimpo. Yeah. yeah. It was that kind of day, really. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad anything. it wasn't just me, but I am sorry that I, I'm the one that caved. <laughs> I've caved. And we're not going to let you forget it either. Oh, you don't have to. You don't <laughs> have to. I totally. It's all right. It probably uh, would have been a TPK if everybody had shown up. Ooh. Because you were still well, wait, at level that, that three. Means, but doesn't that mean it's going to be a TPK now that we have all showed up? I'll be honest with you folks, I only did one run through and it was a near thing. <laughs> yes, but your simulations have been wrong before, sir. That is true. That is Total. true. Total party kill. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we well, try to avoid that hey, kind of thing. You know, it'll be a first. I've never been in a total in fact I've never yet had a character die. So oh, in my entire have done it. Gutter Five Skype's career. So all just explode. We did have a game where everyone died though. We, did, when we, we were did. all we were all aliens. That's right. Yeah, the uh, the um Okay, but that's different. That's a <laughs> silly invaders. game. Nobody cares. You're not that's attached. Like invaders where you get bumped off and you come back as another one. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's like paranoia. Death. Isn't doesn't that, really does, matter. Did that happen with D&D? We get bumped off and we we come back as something else. You like could. Theory, Depends on yeah. how generous and happy the cleric is, so don't piss the cleric off. You don't have a cleric. Well, then we I guess we're... We have monks. You're we're toast. Good. <laughs> you got two monks. You're boned. Yep. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> doom, doom, doom. No cleric. Well, no. I am not afraid of your big-ass, hairy, hairy, scary monsters. I say bring it, and <clears throat> whatever happens, happens. But I think we're going to totally prevail and rock. Whatever will be, will be. If all else fails, we have those. If all else fails, we have those candy canes. That's right. Yes, we do. I've got ten of them. Those are how many charges? I should. I should clear that. I should clear that up right here at the beginning. Oh. Because Uh-oh. I, uh, it, it's a, a combination of my screw-ups has really jumbled what these things actually are. Or what no, no, have. no, wait a second. Now, if, if it is your screw-ups, then, then, you know, the rule's always been if the GM is asleep at the wheel, then whatever, then, then, then the characters prevail. That's right. And they I, win I, D&D. They, <laughs> <laughs> we're supposed to, to be, you know, no, I'm just, I'm giving you crap. That, no, hey, I'm owning it. I screwed it up uh, uh, last time, and the, actually, the last two times when it was like referred to, I couldn't remember what the hell, Chris. They they are. Let me. What did I? I wrote it down. You did not screw up, Adam. You're the GM. You're incapable of screwing up. You were um, practicing creative, 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 um, uh, a renormative did, history. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 
These are what you have are Kris Kringle's Killer Candy Canes. Yes. All right, and when I went Not back, wand of magic missile. Hmm. Of ma- I'm Not, sorry. I, I wrote candy cane wand of magic missile. You are quite right. The uh, Kris Kringle's Killer Candy Canes of Magic Missile. Okay. Oh, you had such great alliteration going until the very end there. Well, it's still alliteration, but it, it isn't the C thing. Never mind. Go on. I'm just. Well, at any rate, I, I went back. Very magic missiles. <laughs> <laughs> they um um. I went back and I listened to the episode where he gave them out, and I explained what they were. And when I did, I explained incorrectly. So there's, I mean, just like right, right from, right out of the gate, I got it wrong. Because mm. um, I said, "Here you are. Here is a, here is a, here is a, a wand of magic missile that uh, has three charges at second level for magic missile, meaning you can get nine magic missiles out of this thing." Which is yeah. wrong. Three hmm. uses with three missiles per use? Yeah, and it That's should have been three uses with four missiles per use. Because oh. at second level, you get to add a magic missile. Everybody knows that. Every babe that shits yellow into its mother's palm knows that. And yet, I didn't know that. And yet I screwed it up. <laughs> And then later on, because you, of... You screwed it up in our favor. It's fine. I mean, it's... Uh, well, well, now it's in our favor, but now still. Now it's in our favor. <laughs> it's going to be more in your favor, really, because at the last... The, the next time I referred to it, it's like, oh, no, it's got nine charges. Mm-hmm. Not three charges. And that's because I had the number nine stuck in my head. I have nine shots. So it's not... The word is not shots. It's nine... Well, this this is this is a way to look at it. Look at it. Turn to... This is the way to, to, to straighten it out for me and for you and for everyone. First of all, it's not going to be three charges. It's going to be nine charges, the way I referred to it later. Okay. Hey, wait a second. I have eight charges remaining on my candy cane. Yes, you do. Is that do. wrong? No, okay. you are correct. So think of it as a gun that has eight chances to pull the trigger. Phone, shut up. Sorry. So, so the updated, <laughs> updated candy no, cane. No, you're fine. I was... Just <laughs> hang on, so I need, need, I've got too much going on. Okay, no, I need, no another, I need another D four. Let's see. Yeah, really. Basically, Prothu wouldn't necessarily know much of anything, but Mark the player says that when the bug thing that if if that bug thing is what I think it is, yeah, we're going to want to uh, to go after that thing like the Ghostbusters went after Zool. If yep. you can. That was the part of the simulation that scared the piss out of me. So, so wait, I'm sorry, because I'm slow. You know I'm slow. No, 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 I didn't finish explaining. I didn't finish explaining. You're not slow. Mm -hmm. Think of it as a gun with nine chances to pull the trigger. And eat, yeah, go ahead and write that down, because that's how I am. Yeah. And each time you pull the trigger, it shoots four bullets. Think of it Got that it. way. But they all have to hit the same target, right? No. Actually, you can yeah, send the magic missile wherever you want it to go. You know, send two off in that direction and two off in the other direction or whatever. And they still do 1d4 plus 1 each? Exactly what you said. Yep. Okie dokie. It's so fired, as it were. It launches four... Magic mis- missiles. Yep. Launches four... Not launches. Oh, typing is hard. Launches four. 
magic missiles. Okay. Yep. And that does... And that does... Each magic missile does 1d4 plus 1. And so the damage caused... Damage... I'm going to type all this out and then use them up tonight and then hey, won't map anymore. I do not blame you. I do not blame one, you. <laughs> 1D4 plus 1. Correct. Plus 1. Damage. It, okay, I got that. Woof! Wow. Okay. And just so Mr. K uh, is vindicated and uh, um, <laughs> uh, is a- actually quite correct, I dragged pictures of uh and it's, it's you know metagaming from hell what the hell I'm, damn i can tell you what's what's in here um i, I drag pictures of what uh what's going to be uh what's going to be in that temple because i already described what the i already described what they are through yeah. the king and as a as a refresher it's it's uh um um it's uh it's a number mm. hulk and it's a mummy is, yeah, those are the yep. those are the big. Is the mummy the thing that that that's Katuk. Idiots that's are bad, worshiping. That's the badass yeah. bad guy. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why he has a necklace, some jewelry, and bits. Like, what fool and would worship such a thing? What a moron! I'm actually, anyway. I'm I, I'm actually more worried about the Umber Hulk. If that tells what you a anything. maroon! <laughs> and he is quite correct to be so. <laughs> quite correct. To be so. Um, well, so, tell uh, you what, I promised to leave the Umbra Hulk for you. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You I'm can take care Hulk of it as you missiles. see fit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all spam the, the Umbra Hulk with, with, with magic missiles is what we do because yeah. we don't have to worry about armor class. We don't have to worry about, you know, the other, you know, whether or not we hit because we do. <laughs> and we just spam the thing. You absolutely do. So if I played a song on my magic my magic mandolin, that won't send it to sleep. That could possibly work if but you got a song that can do that. <laughs> you know, actually, if you can make that 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 work, that that would that that would work too. But mm-hmm. but you can't. You count can do on. that while the rest of us are all spamming it. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting your magic missiles at it, please. So, but oh, wearing but it down with a prism. We're like the, we're like, it's like the, we treat it like the rock. No, you can't even do that. You, there's no way to replicate the rocky strategy in D and D. There's just no way to do it because, because you mean the moose uh, throws the squirrel at it? <laughs> no, I mean. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy saves us again. We treat it like the ravenous bug bladder beast of Troll, and you throw <laughs> your towel around your eyes, because if you can't see it, then it obviously can't see you. Nikki? That only partially works. <laughs> I, was, I was actually referring to the Rocky Balboa strategy, which ah, is... You I them... knew what he was referring to, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah that's I why I laughed so hard at the... At the <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was funny. I had forgotten about my... Moose and Squirrel. Moose and Squirrel. God, i got to get the rest of, that, of those on DVD there, Quite fun. Yeah, this, this, um, the scary part about it is that I mean, and and this is the way I'm. Unfortunately, it's going to have to go, uh, or or it's just. Uh, it, let me put it this way: I'm glad you do have the candy canes. Very mm-hmm. glad, 
but you're not going to be able to use them unless you make that saving throw. Yep. And Nikki's wow. quite correct. The, the, the blindfold, uh, the blindfold might uh, protect you from the 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 whack. Wait, this is weird. We're kind of having a we're kind of we're oh, kind of having a I'm post. Not supposed, not, not no. supposed to do that, right? Oh, do, I'm sorry. Do what? To talk about it before we actually go do stuff. Yeah, and the DM's no. not supposed to tell you what's in the dungeon <laughs> and you show you a picture of it and say, "This is what's waiting for you." He's never well, supposed to do that. Us know what it does, oh. except for Nikki. <laughs> and now yeah. I do too. Damn it! No, yeah. you don't. Yeah. I still I'll... don't. <laughs> it's like... got... I just think you do. I don't know. I don't. I... An Umber Hulk is is uh, is is a is a badass because it can just it can shut you down. I was doing. I did one in one simulation. There was one round where nobody got to do Jack. Wow! Because of this thing, so it's it was like. Holy crap! I'm gonna kill these people. Well, I'm glad. he says it with such glee. He says he's it with glee in his voice. Let's make guys. Let's, let's I make know what will help. Distinction here. Uh, totally. Characters, rather. Yeah, yes, this characters. So work. We think we go back to ancient Greeks, and we think the the gorgon, and so we get ourselves some totally shiny armor that's like mirrors. And it will be hypnotized by its own gaze, and it's totally at our mercy. Well, <laughs> I suppose we get on with feedback and other stuff, and, and then we can stop talking yeah. about this. Yeah, and hell, get to yeah. It. I mean, we might not even, yeah. if we're, <laughs> depending on this temple, you might not even get to them tonight. But either way, I'm glad oh, you guys. God! In any case, it would help if we didn't do both at the same time. Yeah, we shouldn't have a post-mortem on the boss fight before we've even entered the damn temple. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we knew that this was basically going to be a wampum stompum session, and well, from, you, from the get go, there's going to be wow. yeah. I mean, there, there, there's going to be some. Uh, there's going to be some. It's going to be a party tonight. A party <laughs> yeah, tonight. I had every intention of listening to the session before the game tonight, and I I blew it. So yeah, oh, I mean right. I. No worries. I'm going off of my memories from two weeks ago where we left him with, or from four weeks ago, Nikki, where we, uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, we got a good, long, big letter from Florian Schwark that we can read. Yeah. Um, oh, I have something to share, and there's no reason I'm sharing it other than the fact that we've talked about playing this uh, in our group, and I'm just so damn excited about how, and so just let me take a second to just gush. Okay. Uh, last, fr- last Friday, uh, we at Monkeys Took My Jetpack did our first, uh, our first, um, not our first ever, but we did a session of Savage Worlds and, uh, we changed the way we, the first time we played, we tried Savage World, it was kind of clunky because whoever drew, uh, I think if I remember correctly and Ketamono, if you're listening and I don't remember correctly, I apologize. I think he was drawing the cards and then, uh, he wrote into the chat window the order and we had to keep Refer, it just it, it took a long time because he had to type everything in. And it was just like this is so when we did it this time, uh, we we were playing Flash Gordon, and we just we just decided, uh, Moon Dog ran it, and and we decided we're gonna let one person be the card dealer, and uh, they get a Benny. Um, and if for those who don't know, that's like a fate point in Savage Worlds. It's basically the same, an extra fate point. I mean, it's a little different, but that's the easy way to describe it, shorthand. Um, 
And so it worked so well to just have one person who would just say, all right, uh, like if it was us, Anum, you're, you got the ace of spades. Nikki, you got the king of clubs, and so on and so on. And it's so easy to just remember your card. You don't even have to remember everybody else's card, and but he can because they're sitting right there in the order. You know, you determine the, the order that they're going to be drawn for whom uh, beforehand. Um, and it just was so – I mean, they, they say fast, furious, and fun, and it really was. I mean, we had oh, – and, cool. and it was so cool because – with Savage Rolls, the dice explode. So one of the cool things about it is you can do massive rolls. Even if you're a first, if you're a novice, you still have the same. You have a chance to hit that big uh, roll that gets through the supposedly unbeatable foe and get some. You know, it's kind of like the Bard and the arrow that wipes out Smog. Um, right. And so it was, and and it was just. Uh, I was so impressed with. I mean, his adventure and the, the system. So the reason I bring it up here is that we had talked about doing Savage Worlds, and it was kind of like, well, I don't know, is it going to work? Because yeah, you got the cards in there. Yes, it works. It worked splendidly, and I am looking forward to uh, to sometime uh, to us giving it a shot. So I just wanted to – I was I haven't had a chance to tell Moondog how much I enjoyed it. So in lieu of that, I'm telling all of you <laughs> because I just want to talk about it. Oh, uh, cool. It was, it was fun. And you were worried about that too. I, I think, was for a long I time. I was, I was, uh, yes. And so, uh, it was just, and, and, and once, because you're only dealing with, with two dice at a time for the most part as a player, it's, uh, you know, the, the, your character's, Trait dice, whatever it is, d4, d6, d8, d10, or d12, and a wild die, which is a d6. So you always know what you're rolling. So it's you don't have, um, not that that's a problem here either. I mean, you got the d20, but it's just I don't know. It just it was it was a lot. I, I don't know what I was expecting. I was not expecting it to be as fluid as I thought it was. We had a couple spots where we had to look things up, but that was more because you know, if, if if we didn't want to do that, we could have just had. Moondog make a ruling and just go with it, but we were like, this is our first time using the system, so we're going to allow ourselves that moment to check how this thing works. But they were few and far between, and when and and it was just like the the action the action moved, which is what I like. I like things where the action. Um, obviously, it's not going to be as fast. It's never going to be as fast as what you see in a movie or a TV show because that's just impossible. But it's it feels that fast if that makes any sense. Well, the um, only the only other way to do it is to run outside and play. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so yeah, I just I won't take any more time with it. But I just I was. No, it's good to hear. It's very good to hear. What character? I've enjoyed Savage Worlds whenever I've played it, so it's definitely. <clears throat> well, that uh, has that been on the list? Is that something we've been putting off, or you were worried about the cards? We've been talking about it. Yeah, yeah now that we've actually tried it and it's succeeded, I'm just like, yes, Savage, that opens so many possibilities because there are so many Savage World settings that I just, I've loved for years and wanted to play. I mean, Deadlands, for God's sake. Um, and I was always, well, I don't know if it'll work because uh, the cards, well, no, now we just, you just have one person be the card. And you can even change it from session to session because whoever, you know, whoever deals the cards gets, gets a penny. So if somebody's like, hey, how come they get the Benny all the time? I want to get it. Well, fine. You be the card dealer this week or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I'm just I was 
hoping it would go as well as it did, and it went better than I thought it would than than I imagined it could. So it was just it was neat. Excellent. That's excellent. And now back to our regularly scheduled. No, but... <laughs> Yeah. All right, this uh, is the point I'm, where I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was about to say I was watching an online game recently where they were playing um, Savage Worlds Rifts, and mm. that looked like it worked out a lot better than the old Palladium rules. A uh, very interesting game system. Uh, the only problem is that it's very expensive to get. It. <laughs> so I was I was actually contemplating um, reworking a version of Rifts for D20. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, D20 Modern, and uh, trying to see about how I could do that, but I'm not sure if I need to change the names for everything <laughs> and change the settings slightly. Okay, this, forgive me for being snarky, because I honestly am, this is an honest question, this is not me being a dick. No, no, go is, ahead. Isn't Palladium D20 kind of on already? It's not the D20 system. Okay. It's, it, it, it's its own system. Okay. I used to know it, and it's been it's, so many years. Yeah. Best that we not get started on that. <laughs> if we want to have play. Well, yeah, you, yeah the, the, the other, the other, the only problem is, is if you do something online that's too close to Rifts, but convert it to another system, uh, they have a tendency to sue you. <laughs> yeah, they're they're they're, they're very protective of their mm. intellectual property, shall we say? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you want Robotech stuff, you better get it by the thirty first because it's it, the license is gone. So, I've had a, I've got about as many of, the, of those books as I want, I think. So, yeah. <coughs> well, they, they're protective of their uh, intellectual uh, property. It's it's really kind of a, a shame what happened to them years ago when they got uh, who was it? Somebody that was working there embezzled them or something? Yeah, that happened too. That yeah. was very sad. I did notice that since they apparently don't have the TMNT license anymore, they the, uh, they just made after the bomb instead of making it an adventure for or a module for the TMNT game, they just made it a game. So they just incorporated yep. all the TMNT rules into that, and now you can play post-apocalyptic. Wow, let's try that again, boys and girls. You can play post-apocalyptic. Jeez, really? <laughs> You're going to get pretty much right. Don't worry. <laughs> Post-apocalyptic animal yeah. mutant animals uh, who happen to be ninjas, I suppose. I don't know if they've included all the weaponry and whatnot. They had quite a lot of that in some of the Rifts books, anyway. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. See, I'm, but uh, I may, I, whole... yeah, I may pick that yeah. up. I haven't decided yet because mm-hmm. Rifts is a whole other level of 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 crazy that I actually very much enjoyed. So. <laughs> Very slick. Very slick. Um, <clears throat> okay. Well, then uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll move on into listener feedback, and then we'll talk about what uh, how much more powerful and badass you folks are now at level four, and then we'll get into uh, we'll get into actual D and D. I think this is the point where we all roll a d twenty and find out who gets to read Florian's email. Oh. Alexa, roll a d20 for me. I rolled a 4. 11. 
I really don't want to read this post. No worries. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> please roll <laughs> higher than a 17. Feel free to opt out. This, this, there's, there's bulk to this. It's huge. It's huge. There's quality, but there's also quantity, so I fully understand. And I gotta check on, I gotta check on the dog. Hang on a second. He's no worries. No worries. So, okay. Nikki, what did you roll? I got a 12. Oh, so did I. It's between you and me. What? Yeah, I rolled a 12. Uh, uh, you ready to roll again? Are yeah. You ready to roll again? Yeah. One, two, two, three, rolling. <laughs> I got a, I got a, I got a nine. I think that is. There's a dot in the bottom corner. I got a natural one. <laughs> you win. No, I'm afraid not. Um, not in this case. I had to look closely at it. I thought it was a seven, but no, the seven's right next to it, and it's obviously a seven. This is a one. <laughs> Didn't somebody get an eleven? Uh, somebody did get an eleven, yes, but you and I both got, I got twelve. <laughs> you, uh, oh. I can't say I'm disappointed. I'm quite glad to know that you will be reading Florian's email. I win! Yes, you do. <laughs> and this is a good one. Okay. Um, oh my goodness gracious, he had so much to say, bless him. All right. <laughs> I, right. <sighs> Ready? <laughs> Eric back? It sounds like he's back. Eric, you're back. Oh no, it's Uh, Zeke. Zeke, how you doing? Hi, Zeke. Hi, Zeke. Leave the tin on the counter. (laughs) Don't chew on the microphone, Zeke. (laughs) Uh, He's better behaving than that, I bet. I bet he's Mm. a good pup. All right, should I wait or should I go? I would go ahead. Sorry. This. Nope. Ready? Mm hmm. Going. I'm going. Going. Stop. Stop. Hey. Stop it. (laughs) Ow. That was pointing. Stop that. Stop. Hey. Quit poking me. Stop. Hey. Quit poking me. I am doing this. This is the email from Florian. Hi, Florian. Florian says, I am the god of hellfire. And I. Your gluten-free, extra-grand pumpkin spice latte with fleur de sel and puffed quinoa sprinkles. <laughs> that was the subject line. <laughs> yeah. He's been to Starbucks lately, hasn't he? <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> That's pretty good. And he says, he says, after that very silly opening, he says, Dear Gutter Skypes, Ahoy from the land of very affordable alcohol, horrible right-wing political parties, and alleged Christmas pickles. He's here in the U.S.? Right? <laughs> I noticed that, at least for the broader audience, sessions, session 208, wow, 208, was strangely devoid of atmospheric background music. I suspect this might be related to harsh and one-sided critique. Uh I think I think I missed a word. I suspect this might be related to maybe the harsh and one-sided critique that was repeatedly leveled at a peculiar specimen of this collection of Mr. McLeod's service to humanity. The piece in question might be vaguely described as sounding like 
a goose eloquently elaborating the merits of having a double reed lodged in one's trachea. <laughs> <laughs> or share this sentiment, for it is a truth universally acknowledged that a group of players, while enacting a band of murder hobos, must be in want of killer hobos. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, as you should be, Florian. <laughs> Sorry. And it's probably Shwams. Shwam. Shwam. Shwams. That's a hard thing to say, dude. <laughs> Not oboes, but I humbly surrender the quest of using the word Shwam in a pun to blind, ge- blind geek, as my attempts would certainly. Oh no. You did this to me, Adam. <laughs> certainly be Shwamful. At best. <laughs> Get it? His boom, attempts boom, 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 boom. Shameful. <laughs> and not shameful, but shameful. I saw what he did there. I saw that. Alright. Get that? Hey, I want to make sure. Alright. He doesn't apologize for that, really. Florian, you should have. Well, Sorry, he apologized beforehand. Though that he apologized for up above. So, here's another sorry. Anyway, <laughs> to make up for this. <laughs> I'd like to share with you a deeply important discovery I stumbled onto, or rather, was rudely shoved into during my daily commuting. I cannot emphasize my gratitude towards all providers of portable, audible entertainment, including, first and foremost, you. It keeps me from writing off four hours of daily travel as a total loss of life, and often enough, even amounts to a net gain of sanity and happiness. This is, of course provided I don't let my guard down and accidentally look at other people in the train. <laughs> I am convinced that Friedrich Nietzsche... Is it Nietzsche? Nietzsche. I've heard Nietzsche. Nietzsche. You know who I'm talking about there, right? Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Big FN. Must have been commuting by train when he conceived of the now famous quote about the abyss staring back at you. <laughs> To lessen the risk of this inadvertently happening, I looked for something that occupied my gaze, yet did not distract me from whatever fine podcast I was listening to. This is how I found knitting. Like most survivors of a German elementary school, I was already familiar with the art of crocheting, which in the German educational system is weighted as equally important as using plural pronouns to address single individuals. I, however, found myself unpleasantly restricted to this crude and crooked form of textile manipulation, but never found the time and effort to straighten my needle game to the more straight and regal art of knitting. Thanks to YouTube, not anymore. I can hardly fathom amounts of joy and relaxation my newly adopted recreational occupation has been adding to my life ever since. At first... I was hesitant about knitting while someone was sitting next to or across from me as avoiding being stared at was my initial aim of this endeavor. But I soon learned to just keep focused on my project and pretend that no one was looking at me as long as I didn't look back like the <laughs> ravenous bug fighters to troll. And while <coughs> concerned, okay, I put that part in there. While I was initially concerned of poking my fellow next seat commuter with the needles, I discovered that very spatial needling can keep people from occupying that seat in the first place. <laughs> See? Well done. One time, 
a very IT and business looking guy took a seat opposite mine. He, in fact, looked pretty much like me, even down to the same model of messenger style briefcase. He nodded to me, pulled his MacBook from his briefcase, looked at me, probably expecting me to do the same in order to compare our tertiary sexual characteristics and rank our dominance over this section of the room. (laughs) And whipped out a ball of baby blue yarn, my circular needles and a halfway finished pillowcase. I did not initially intend to, but judging by his ex- expression, I clearly won this encounter and could therefore enjoy alpha status for the duration of this train ride. Knitting down. That's the backstory to the discovery that I will now bring you into the loop, as we of the craft say. <laughs> you remember that I turned to YouTube in search of an instructional video. My search did not return me one or five, but thousands. Thousands upon thousands of instructional knitting videos, all of them explaining the first steps of knitting and purling. This at first baffled me, as I did not comprehend why thousands of separate individuals felt the need to make pretty much the same video. But the deeper I went down this knitting jenny, I noticed subtle differences that led me to my discovery. They are more than meets the needle's eye. There are secrets woven into the fabric of this craft, hiding in plain sight, yarning, yarning. He discovered, oh, <laughs> yearning to be discovered by the neophyte in search of enlightenment. There is a textile revolution within this loops and circles, establishing a language of signs, sigils, and gestures, possibly signals, signs, sigils, or signals, and gestures. Beyond the mastering of knitting and purling, there's even a code only used by the craft, knitting code, which bears an eerie reminiscence of assembler machine code, as it looks like the following, CO slash 20K small IS 20 times 10, K slash 6, P slash 8, YOK slash 6. I know what that means! <laughs> I that. Anyway, you do? Yeah, I do, actually. Oh. Don't you? Of course. Everyone does. <laughs> Cast on 20. I'm not sure about the K-I-S. I'm not the K little I-S. Knit, knit and stitch maybe. 20 times 10 for 10 rows. So 20, 20 across, 10 down. Knit 6, purl 8, yarn over, knit 6. I know most of that. I don't know what the K lowercase I, lowercase I-S is. But anyway. Yes! So it's true. That's kind of funny. Anyway, they pretend these to be abbreviations for knitting techniques, but I won't be fooled so easily. They've established a form of communication in plain sight that can even be woven into inconspicuous scarves and mittens. They're taking over. I'm sure of it. They are the Knits Templar. (laughs) (laughs) God. Illuminati or something. To unmute mute myself to to, to 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 join in with the groaning here. Oh, okay, proceed. This her. <laughs> and judging from how soothing and friendly all those YouTube videos are, I must admit that I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing. Once upon a train, I even stumbled into one of them, hiding in the shadows under a flight of stairs. I spotted another man knitting. I instantly knew that this must be a master of the craft, as he he was knitting socks on steel double-pointed needles, a serious undertaking that at least requires having knitted the colorfully striped belt. We shared a secretive look before concentrating on our works, but foolishly, I could not just let the opportunity pass. Under my breath, I muttered what I take as the formal greeting of the enlightened. 
K slash 10, P slash 10, K slash 10. He did not look up, but simply frowned and hissed, K10YO slash 5, CCO slash 6K6. I knew that, but that was code for butthole, an insult among knitters. <laughs> he must have been offended by being addressed in such a careless manner by a neophyte such as me. Thus shamed, I dropped a few stitches and recovered them while on the wrong side of the fabric, thus permanently defiling my work as a self-serve punishment for my transgressions. He took notice of this, his look returned to the natural serenity of a master, and he quickly pulled his yarn over one needle before letting go again and continued to heal himself. I was very relieved and thankful to see this gesture as it meant yarn over, which meant that he had forgiven me, but still would not not the K K N O T allow any further communication. When I finally got up as the train approached my home station, he even flashed a very brief smile, and by briefly looping his yarn around a needle before letting it slip off again, gave me the yarn forward sign, which I take as the general greeting of the craft. I returned the gesture and got off the train, hoping I will one day prove worthy to ascend to sock level myself, which will undoubtedly give me access to deeper knowledge of this elusive revolutionary movement. I sincerely hope this is neither too long nor boring, and I hope I'll manage to write you again more frequently, as you more than deserve to know that your podcast is being listened to and highly being highly appreciated on an international level. Thank you all for keeping your wits and humanity. May the best of days come soon again. Aw, very cool. Dude, knit on, knit like a mad fiend, and <laughs> yarn stash. Woot woot. Go to Ravelry. Run. Don't walk to Ravelry. dot com. Sign up. It's free. Talk about free patterns of wazoo. People that want to talk about knitting. Blah blah blah. Go. <laughs> you said it was called Ravel. What Ravelry? Well, instead of Revelry. It's cavalry. Ah, it's very cute. Very oh, and clever. It's, it's what? You want time sucked? Oh, my God. You get into that bad boy, and you're like, you come out three weeks later. <laughs> oh, it's like listening to, it's like watching Nostalgia Critic. <laughs> You've had conversations. So, um, it, yeah, it's a fabulous site. Sarah introduced it to me years ago. So, you're being chopped to pieces by Skype. I don't know what it is, but you're cu- you're cutting in and out like your well, volume is dipping really, really, really low, and then and then normal. I'm sorry. She sounds fine on this end. Does she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. good. Maybe it's Skype me then. Jealous about my enthusiasm for Ravelry, well, and I'm so tickled for Florian. That's great. You go knitting, dude. Good. So, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> Not that I can do socks. I am nowhere near sock level, so. <laughs> Wow. So that was a lot, so but you, he... Had what you're saying thing. is you socket sucks? <laughs> <laughs> I can only crochet them. I only crochet them. No. Uh, anyway, yes. Something struck, something struck a chord as soon as I heard it. As soon as I saw... Uh, as soon as I saw... Uh, I, I was traveling down this knitting jenny... <laughs> oh, but the deeper I went down this knitting Jenny, and suddenly it popped up in my head, Raveling Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> and I think these, these, those are two, those, these are things. The knitting Jenny 
refers well, to something actually, else, and a raveling Nancy spinning. also refers to something else. It's a spinning Jenny. Is it a spinning Jenny? Spinning Jenny was... Is that like a lazy uh, Susan? <laughs> all, not quite, but it was huge in... Uh, I actually knew this, that it was huge. I'm just looking it up to get the dates right. For industrialized weaving, the multi-spindle spinning frame. And it put a lot of weavers out of work, actually, because you used to have one person in a loom, and this, you know, you could just just crank crap out. So there's a spinning Jenny. But okay. Raveling, raveling Jenny, raveling, raveling Nancy. Nancy. Raveling Nancy. I don't know what that is, but it sounds great. It may just be a joke. <laughs> it may Let's just be a Black that. Adder joke that I'm remembering. <laughs> huh. Hmm. That's name. But other than that, yes. <laughs> Florian, that was epic. And, and was. Nikki, thank you yes. very, very much for reading it and, and putting that, uh, <laughs> enduring the punnery. Did I, did I go too fast? <clears throat> no, no, it's, oh, really? <clears throat> it, it had to go, it had to go a little bit at, uh, at a little bit higher speed. Otherwise it would have been, uh, um, uh, I'm just glad we got it all in there because this guy should have, if he doesn't already, a blog or a job <laughs> writing for a magazine. Oh, pictures. Florian, we want pictures of the things that you are making. Oh, th- that too, yeah. And I see yeah. you've... Uh, you, you put, put it you in have... a blog. If he writes his... Florian, you need to keep a knitting blog. What, and yeah, once you get really good at it, we want home-knitted gutter <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll give you the sizes. Don't worry. We'll, we, we got your back. I'm all already Sterile about this. pattern for me, please. <laughs> yeah, not for dice bags. Ooh. Oh, there we go. <clears throat> Look, there you go. Niche market, my friend. Etsy <laughs> is waiting for you. Does Germany have Etsy? I'm sure. Probably. If not yeah. Etsy itself, in a form of it, but I don't see why not Etsy. It, There's international Etsy, no doubt. International Knit and crochet dice bag for gaming conventions. You could be an international trader. There is a we don't need any more international traders. That's that way lies death. Oh, trader! I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Lauren, that was Different. for you. Did you hear Blind Geek over there? That was for you, Different. my friend. <laughs> don't make me bring out the schwams because it will be schwamful. <laughs> There's obviously a schwam thing very wrong with this young man. <laughs> There's a I'm reveling Nancy on Pinterest, evidently, uh, and let's hear something on on the 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 about here the new women's wear brand for the quirky individual. Really? They have a like Twitter as well. That's just reveling in. Hmm. Let me bring up this Pinterest and see what's That's what the name of my next uh domicile for the party to stay in is going to be the raveling in and tavern <laughs> for for yeah good for, ra- for ravel it. Ravels. it likes you better than me it never shows me any damn thing i request a bit of latitude in tonight's game assuming we ever nope. get to said game because my <laughs> my dog had his teeth cleaned today so he's been sedated for all day and he's back but he's kind of drunk oh dear and his bathroom schedule is all off, so like that's why I had to leave because he was whining <laughs> and looking longingly at the door, and yeah. I think he's fine. But in case he decides he needs to, you know, I don't, I need to put him 
first. So if absolutely, I have to, absolutely, absolutely, okay. real. I mean, okay. real life and Zeke. Yeah. So always. So no problem. worries. There. So if if I'm like, oh, be back, you know, that that's why I'm not a problem. So, not okay. a problem. Has to be. Okay. Yeah. For a moment there, we were talking to him on the headset because we thought he had picked it up. <laughs> yep. No. Nope. We did too. <laughs> and 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 uh, also googling rabbling Nancy and the images line the the second one that I see here is of some kind of device. So apparently there is some. Cotton no, wait. A, why are you finding all... these things? I'm not finding any damn thing. I'm finding Nancy Allen and a map and some dude from some bad 80s movie. There's nothing. Google <laughs> likes you so much better than me. I, I just Googled Raveling Nancy. The first thing is a... Is a like you best. How are you, right? How are you spelling Raveling? Maybe I'm not spelling it this way. R-A-V-E-L-L-I-N-G. Ah, that's it. I'm only using one L. Uh, Philistine! There's a, there's a Twitter account. <laughs> you godless mongrel, how dare you <laughs> right? only use one... Hey, there is Blackadder the third fun facts. Oh, good. Yeah. That's in there, too. But evidently, it's, it's an actual device. Okay. And as a last note, it also makes a nice name for an a, for a, a Celtic punk band along the lines of uh, of like flogging Molly, you know. So. <laughs> what machine did Amy's father invent that supposedly made him his fortune? The Raveling Nancy. It's a machine that ravels cotton, apparently. Amy's father was played by Warren Clark and was very funny. Mr. Hardwood is not, in fact, a rich man. He tells Blackadder that he and his daughter are living purely on lard sandwiches. Ew. That's black adder humor. Yeah, pretty much. I think that's from the third season. Mm. (laughs) Wow. I want to see what the women's wear brand for the quirky individual is. So far, there's weird doll baby heads. Yeah, I I didn't see. I I don't think I want to look at that anymore. It's like it's like baby doll heads cut, sliced off, like the faces are sliced sliced off. (laughs) And stuck on sequin handbags. I wouldn't call that quirky. I would call that disturbed. Uh, <laughs> just walk away. I, I closed that. Closed it. closed. I. Ready to so play. Wow. <laughs> well, before, uh, before, um, before asking Florian to send us all knitted things, which I am not doing, but, no. uh, just pictures. I, want to see I, pictures. I personally am not doing it. Pictures of what you, what, what you got, uh, you, your progress as you as you move along and knit uh, bigger, greater, and better things that you're happier with as you go. Um, mm-hmm. By all means, send them along. Think I won't put them in the show notes? Think again. Ah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see that. But uh, uh, I will. I'm. I will uh, take this international opportunity. To uh, reiterate a post that I did on Facebook, and uh, before I do that, I'll just say thank you very much, Florian, for writing in and being so epic about it. And yeah, get yourself a blog and go apply at a magazine to write because holy cow! Right. Um. 
the the, uh, the, the this refers to uh, an old uh, fun little project of mine that I like to call anti pills. <laughs> and I did up that uh, I did up that thing where uh, you know what it's just too too damn expensive to send these bottles that I've been making overseas, and because it becomes ridiculously pricey to ship. You know, an, an empty bottle with a silly label on it to Scandinavia or England or Germany or Australia or, you know, it's it's dumb. It's just the label. It's the fun part. Jars are everywhere. So I was like, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll just make the downloads available. And uh, this, I, I don't, I don't even remember how long ago this was. I had this idea probably a year, maybe two years ago, because time. Uh, seems to have no meaning in my tiny little brain and zips past faster than, uh, than a train on its way to, uh, Knittingville. <sighs> At any rate, um, what, what the problem that was, uh, the problem that I was kind of, I was vaguely aware of, but truly not at the bottom of was the fact that the whole, that the system that makes it possible was busted. It was broken. So folks couldn't actually order the damn labels because mm. there was some switch set wrong, some box not checked, some dial not turned the right way uh, that uh, put a, put put gum in the works and prevented it from happening. And I kept trying to fix it, trying to fix it, trying to fix it. But the, the, the catch there is, well, you know what? I'm not overseas. I'm not in another country. Uh, and I can't test it to see if it works in order to know whether I fixed it or not. And very fortunately, to make a long story short, uh, a fine gentleman that uh, recently began working with um, is, is, uh, is, is from Iceland and had the computer skills to, uh, to spoof an IP address to indicate that he was making an order from Iceland, and uh, for the price of a cup of coffee, I, I basically I said, "Listen, I think I got this fixed. Can you help me test it?" He tested it, and it was still broken, but it led me to the solution. Finally, now I believe Huzzah. it works. Huzzah! I believe it works. And very recently, um, uh, Nev. Of uh, Nev of Nev and Sarah and uh, and um, does my my geek look big in this uh, fame tested it again um, very Yo recently. Yo Nev, Yo Go Sarah. Nev, because I, I I asked him like when I first set the thing up and it was broken. I said, "Listen, dude, can you help me? I can you test this thing?" And he went ahead and tried to buy a label, and it, you know it messed up on him because it was broken way back when. And then recently he tried it after I. Believe I fixed it, and uh, it worked for him. So supposedly, the system works for buying the labels. Now this is—I'm sorry—it's taking so long to set this up and explain it, but folks, this is basically for people that are outside the United States that might get a kick out of making their own gift bottles or making their own set of bottles or whatever of the joke joke jars that I've been selling on Eddie Pills all this time. And the the offer and request is this. If you have a single dollar, it, and I'm not talking, you know, try five. No, just if you have a single dollar, 
and you order uh, one of those downloadable labels that are on the site of antipills.com, uh, more importantly than the, I don't know, 60 cents or something that I'm going to get from it, hopefully, uh, if PayPal works, more importantly than that is to know that it actually worked from where you are. So if you're in the United Kingdom, if you're in Spain, if you're in Germany, if you're in Italy, if you're in Australia, if you're listening, wherever you're listening to the gutter Skypes, if you're outside the U.S. and you order a single one of those labels and tell me how it went for you, as in, yeah, everything that I think should have happened did happen, and I can now happily download my label as many times as I want by clicking on the link that was sent, then I'll know. And I'll also know the address to which I'm going to send you a zip file of all 20 of the labels. All of them. It's, it'll be a downloadable zip file that you can unzip, and you'll have a printable version of the label just like the one you ordered, but it's all of them. Every one of them. And that's gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, this is, uh, this is, uh, being recorded on, this is for the long tail here, this is being recorded on the 28th of March, and, uh, I'm, I'm gonna say that, uh, the, I'll probably put a cutoff date on this of like June 1st of 2018. So all of the month of April and May, just go ahead at some point, if you would be kind enough to help me out, to test whether this thing works or not, just so that I know, I will, in return, give you 20 labels for the price of one. Wow, that took way longer than I wanted it to, but uh, I did want to get that out there, uh, at least uh, recorded and, and sent out for the episode. Thank you for indulging me in that. I'm sorry. Uh, um, we can move on think to the subject. Think, think of it as, as as being a reward for the dedicated listener. Oh, absolutely, that too. Sure, <laughs> sure. So, um, so there's that, and uh, and yeah, actually, now that you now that you make me think of it, if you're in the U.S., if you're in the United States. And you order a single label and let me know how it goes. That's the important part is the feedback of, did it work for you? If you're in the U.S. and you order a single label, I'm going to send you a zip file of all 20 labels. Because uh, obviously over the past year, two years, however long they've been available uh, for folks to buy, I actually haven't sold any because it was busted. So I'm not really losing a whole hell of a lot here and uh and and uh i'd be i'd be uh quite grateful to get the feedback and uh and hopefully um uh hopefully be more competent and and pushing the site and you know i don't know maybe uh posting in 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 posting in college forums and things like that whatever i can do that uh that I can afford to get the site known. Word of mouth. And the other, you know, the only other thing you could do to help out actually is just to let your friends know, hey, there's this goofy thing that's fun to read while you're eating breakfast. It's a site that's got, you know, silly labels on it called Andy Pills. Check it out. You might smile. 
So, uh, yeah, reward for the dedicated listener and anybody that can actually tell me, yeah, your process worked. So, uh, it, it turned out to be a switch actually uh, that was on PayPal, not, uh, not my site. Uh. <laughs> I was looking at it from the wrong direction. Um, but at any rate, there's that. And, uh, and thank you very much for listening to that. The music thing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was a poor choice on my part. I, I, the happy, perky music when a guy's like recovering from near death, or when somebody's about to, you know, <laughs> march into the darkness of a swamp or something. Whatever the hell it was. Yeah, timing was poor on that. Um. But but uh, the 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 real reason that it didn't uh, the real oh, reason yeah, you couldn't hear it at the time, could you? I could very barely hear what was being played. Almost, I've had my volume at forty percent or thirty yeah. percent or something, and it was just overpowering you guys. And I couldn't, and, and, I, and I'm like, oh, well, I, it's, you know, it's at a comfortable volume for me, which isn't the important thing. The important thing is that you can hear each other talk and what's going on. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's just turned out that this, uh, this whole waste meter banana thing, it just, it was just gumming up the works and it was becoming too much and, uh, for not working consistently and, and reliably. So I just, uh, um, that in combination with the fact that I tried using it on Mumble, uh, when, uh, when doing a D&D sessions with the, with the folks that, uh, Auntie Ed got together for me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't working for that either because it was causing some horrendous echoes. If not for me, then from somebody else. Some folks didn't have headsets and had to use their speakers. Some folks, I don't oh, know, God. it was too the loud. Echo. Then yeah. you get the echo, then the music didn't work, and it was like, it does lend, you know, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, uh, some kind of background music does lend to the atmosphere, especially if it's sound effects like a town or, or you know, the woods at night or something like that. That whole tabletop audio site is just a godsend for that. But if you can't use it, it's it's a real shame. I wouldn't give up on it, keep because there's got to be yeah. a way. We can't be the first people to have this problem, and I'm sure there's a solution. Um, I think there is. I think it's called yeah. Roll Twenty. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I never Mr. really K, found ahead. it. I never really found it overwhelming or anything like like no. that. Just I, I kept on noticing very very strange coincidences of what musical cues at at <laughs> at, 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 at weird times like you like you mentioned there. Only there were a couple of times, but it's been not very often at all, as many times as, as you've used it in as many situations. Only a, f- a few times where it was like, oh, <laughs> kind of the equivalent of shut that damn bazooki up. But <laughs> you shut that bloody bazooki up. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Told you. Right? <laughs> but very, usually yeah. it was almost always it was not like that to me. Okay. Very occasionally, but. Hardly ever. That yeah, I don't think you should stop. I mean, because, yeah, I mean, the one, the, the time that I think you're thinking of where it was that, I don't remember how it went, but it was that little clarinet. That was funny. That was just funny. I, I kind of wish, 
I was like, I wish I could could have been a fly on the wall when you were editing and finally heard what we were talking about because <laughs> I just was like, oh, that's interesting. What is that? I wasn't even like, oh, this is because it no, was. <laughs> no, there were a few times where like the volume would suddenly shift and we'd be, you know, trying to talk about something or creeping up on something or whatever, and it would be really kind of and it was hard to. You know, or was it more dramatic going on? But I, I can't even tell you when. I just know it happened right. a time or two. And then it would back off. Like, just when I was getting ready to say, oh, please, can we make that stop? It would stop. So I think it was just me driving me crazy. I think it was it was out to get me. Well, Lord but knows it wouldn't be the first time. Absolutely. How most and... <laughs> absolutely it's arranged just to torment me. So, no. And you... You made the Monty Python reference. That's that. That is also my reference for the pronunciation for Nietzsche. So, because oh, there's yes. nothing Nietzsche wouldn't teach you about the raising oh, of the wrist. Oh, 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 good to remember. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing Nietzsche couldn't teach you. Right. Socrates himself was permanently pissed. <laughs> and before we get on any further on that, yeah, song, right. yeah. I had a period of time where I was like, I am done with Monty Python. I never want to hear Monty Python again. And, and it's been years. And now you're mentioning these references. I'm like, oh, man, I got to find some Monty Python. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like an old friend that you, 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 you hang out with for a while. You get sick of and then you, oh, yeah, I do miss you after all. <laughs> you're funnier than I remember. Yeah, but... exactly. <laughs> How what? long is it? It's not a personal <laughs> question, sir. Metamorphosis in the lifeboat. Spoil the atmosphere already. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'll start again. I have been, uh, for the past, I think, three minutes, four minutes, I have been playing uh, background music on one of those pages. Uh, that uh, that that link list I sent you uh, plays. Has anybody been hearing it? Nope. No. I love the fact that I heard no because I don't want anybody to be able to hear it. <laughs> it means it's possible for folks to uh, to actually play it in their own headsets without us hearing it. In which case, you get to decide what volume it's at. And I'm curious to know whether it would work or not. Um, and and and. Oh, are you going to like give us a go to this site and play oh, yeah. this cue for this? I did, in fact, just put a link in the in the <laughs> in the Skype chat. Oh, okay. Well, that takes you to a page, and it's mm -hmm. a page of music oh. links with descriptive words there. I don't know how accessible page. it is. Though. I am on an Android tablet, so I have no idea how easily I could get to that. Oh dear! And this, well, this chair is almost too comfortable. I'm sitting here. My, my roommate, my roommate got me a new game, a, a new desk chair for my birthday, and it's this. Ooh. It's like a gaming chair, and I can actually lean back in it, like not like lean the chair back. I mean, like lean back in the chair. If you see the distinction, yeah. and it's quite nice. I'm actually kind of quasi reclined, skyping with y'all, and and ah, happy birthday. Happy yeah. birthday! Mm -hmm. yeah, Happy well, birthday! It's, not, it, it's an Happy early birthday. present. My birthday is not till April tenth, but, but crap! Happy early birthday! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Thank still you. jealous. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I used to I had a dining room table chair as my desk chair for the longest time, and after our games, I was notorious for going, "Oh God!" and stretch and 
cr- snap, crackle, pop, rice crispy back and neck, you know. Like... <laughs> Guess what? Guess what, it's... dude? Yeah. Guess what? Sorry, not you. Sorry, you. You were talking about your birthday. Rubbing okay. it in, how you got presents and stuff. Talk to Adam. Huh? The what? Yes. effect thingy works. Ooh. I'm in the ooh, spooky, scary cave. Too spooky, too scary. Running away, running, 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 running. So, nope. Ooh, Gotta get I... down with the medieval town sound next. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop. Okay. And yep. I've been playing generic D&D mood music. Kick him in the fork. <laughs> Punch him in the spoon. <laughs> you named these, didn't you? <laughs> no, don't you believe me? No. Yes, I'm <laughs> shaking my head. Yes, wow, that that's genius. That that, uh, that for me at least it means that there's some kind of background music going on for somebody, and I can put whatever links I want on that page I sent you guys, and say, all right, now I'm going to be putting this here in the recording, but you get to listen to it as we play or not. You don't even have to click on the thing. But if you do, you can set the volume that's comfortable for you, and there'll be some kind of, uh, you know, there'll be some kind of mood thing going on. That uh, for, for the tavern, I... tavern place, sneak in some <laughs> Barry Manilow's Copacabana. Well, <laughs> you should. I was just trying it myself. It's like having my own personal soundtrack. Uh, yeah, sound. You know, what is it? Um, theme song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Copacabana at the Copa. Woo! We could, we could do that. Woo! And, and the thing, thing of it is, there once you've turned it on, you don't have to keep going back and hitting play because it's it's set to automatically loop. Uh-huh. You're genius. No, that worked really, 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 really well. Excellent. Really, at least for me. For me, it worked really, really, really well. Excellent. That's a good thing to hear. I don't know whether. Uh, I don't know whether. Uh, I don't know, Mr. K, you said you had to get off your other machine because you were having some kind of a difficulty with that one? Yeah, because that was the one that always had the, the weird network connection issues, even though it's directly connected to my router and I'm on a, a an, an Android tablet with, on Wi-Fi right now and it's perfectly fine. You remember that old problem. Oh, yeah. Well, if it ain't broke. Make, yeah, well, if it comes down to it, I might be able to load up thing on another... Once I have a chance to, I'll, I'll get the link and I'll load it up on a different thing and I think hey. work through that way. Sorry, I'm laughing. At Links that I go to for 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 quality <clears throat> podcasting. Hey, you know, you do what you got to do, and you know, like I said, not vital, but it's nice to have the option. Yeah, and it does Absolutely. add a hell of a lot. I mean, look at look at. Hey, we found out from the other side of the world that it was missed in an episode. Florian told us. <laughs> Florian knows these things. He knows he knows a hell of a lot. He does. And uh, and should be uh, should be writing for uh, at least a portion <laughs> of his living. And getting getting some getting some uh, remuneration and recognition and uh, 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 have a I don't know have a blog because he's just too good at it. At any rate, um, good. I'm glad the experiment works. Um, this I'm is just... very cool. I've you... got. We're yeah. in a tavern now, and <laughs> it's like you guys are sitting across from me at a table. I've got my cold brew right here. 
there are people all around me. Around me. <laughs> Very slick. And it's at a volume that's comfortable for you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, very cool. Uh, the uh, the um, the thing that I'm set on right now is generic D&D music. That's just one of the McLeod mixes I put together. Uh, and then we can um, we can switch it over to, uh, or I'm going to switch it over to uh, a spooky, scary place when the, when the mm. temple thing happens. So, all right. Ooh. I'm very happy to hear that. Let's move on. Yeah, I like on. that. I can adjust my volume. It's very good. Absolutely. That's the whole. That was the whole point of the thing. I'm, I'm, I, I'm happy with this. I'm very happy with this. All right. The, the big news. All right. D and D. Here we go, folks. Ooh. Does anybody need to refresh a beverage or anything? Um, yeah, because it's because it's eight thirty. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Let's get to it. It's, it's, it, it, let's just at least go over the fact that you guys are now level four, and good thing too, because D and D Smackdown. D and D Smackdown. Um, I'm gonna go in order, alphabetical order by character name, and just go over the highlights, uh, and we won't go into any further detail because I didn't get a chance to really uh, connect with you guys over the leveling up thing. Um, however. Uh, adding what I think was supposed to be added to everybody, just so that I was ready for doing this. Argante. Yeah. You should have 27 hit points now. Woohoo. Thank you, sir. Um, and I don't remember what you were before. I could bring up an old sheet, but it doesn't matter. Uh, level four. You're 27. It doesn't matter. You're 27 but hit points now. I think it was like 19 or 21 before, something like that. Something close. Yeah, probably 21. That sounds right. Uh, you also you have four level one bazookas. Four level one bazookas. Got it. And three level two bazookas. Three level two. One. Yeah, dang it. So close. <laughs> this is not working for me because I can't. Uh oh, what happened? I can't adjust. Well, I can't. I can play the stuff, but I can't access the volume control, so I'm kind of at the mercy of whatever my computer decides to play the volume at. Oh, that blows. Yeah. It says audio controls group, but I can't see what's in there. All I can see is there's a pause button, and then there's the number of. It's like the number of. Set minutes it's gone on and the number of minutes it has to go. But I can't, I don't oh, have a. Blows. There's gotta be, yeah. that's, I'm sorry about that. No, 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 it's, I mean, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep messing with it and see if I can find a way around it. But, uh, anyway, continue. I just was giving a status update as well. Yeah, if anything, send out the link and anybody that looks at the source could tell you that it's, uh, it, the pages are practically nothing. There's practically nothing there except that one. That one thing set to loop, but uh, if there's a way around it, it's, you can find out from anybody. Yeah. And if it's a piece of code that needs to be put in, just let me know, and I'll put that in there. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll go looking for that myself uh, uh, as soon as I can. Okay, thanks. Yeah, I'll talk to. I don't know the first thing about uh, HTML, but I'll. My friend Josh is. I can ask him what VoiceOver needs to recognize yes, it. Yeah, send him, send him the link, and and he can click on any one of those uh, listed and and see uh, see if because 
because they're all practically identical. The only thing that changes is the name of the sound file. Okay. Uh, uh, also, Nikki, I think you get uh, you, you get to learn uh, uh, another spell. I'll go down. Uh, I'll uh, go no down time the... for that. <laughs> no time. Yeah. So so um, th- there's also you're also at a level, and I'll go over this too with you between uh, now and two weeks from now or whenever we do this again. Um, uh, your your increase because you you get a. a you get a skill increase of of two on one of them or one on two of them. And basically what that means is when you originally rolled up your character, you uh-huh. uh, you you rolled a um I think you rolled a 10 under strength. Put my glasses on now to read my tiny writing here. Yeah, 10 for strength with plus 0 and 15 for dexterity plus 2. Yeah. Those numbers, now at level 4, yeah, 13, 12, 11, 17. Now at level 4, you get to add a 2 to one of those, or 1 to 2 of them. And it will increase your, uh, depending on which ones you add them to, it'll increase your plusy. So, like, if you added added a 1 to the 17, that would make it an 18, that would take your charisma up to 4. Or right. if you added like a one to the eleven, that would take it up to twelve. That make your wisdom a plus one. Uh, huh, 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 huh. Or or you could apply a two to the dex. And wisdom is perception. Uh, I think so. Yeah, passive wisdom is perception. Oh, rats! Yeah, so I have those, no wisdom. Those are choices. And I have no to, strength. Yeah, th- these are choices to make. Um, uh, and the other option there, of course, uh, when you get to a point like this, is you can decide. You know what? <clears throat> I'm not going to increase any of them. Instead of doing that, I'm going to choose a feat. And there's like four, four or five pages of feats in the player's handbook that are special. Uh, special uh, skills that uh, that grant you uh, all kinds of powers depending on which one you pick and I'll go ahead and uh, I'll go ahead and uh, send you uh, links to that information as well so you can decide for yourself Wow thank you no worries it's, that's a uh, whole lot of deciding going on it especially it's it's almost like deciding which spell should I learn because they're all so kick-ass <laughs> it's like what I'd really like to do to this guy now, but I don't know the spell, you know. Uh, so there's that. Okay. Um, but I guess the important part uh, for for uh, for tonight, anyway, uh, is that you're 27 hit points. And I will, I will quick put that on my badly kept note sheet. So for next time. If we survive next time. <laughs> if you live through, ten, yeah. If you live through the next uh, thing, bone steel. The next down on character, uh, uh, on, on in the character list, I have you also at twenty-seven hit points. Okay. Um. Yeah, the, and and you of course uh, would also have the opportunity uh, when you get when you get uh, a chance to add. 
uh, two to one of your original rolls to bring up one of your uh, one of your plus one of your modifiers, or again uh, selecting uh, from the feats if you'd if you'd prefer to do that. But uh, that would be up to you. Unless you've already, I, I don't know whether you've looked into any of this already or not. Probably not because you may not have had. Uh, <laughs> you may have had the same kind of schedule I've had, uh, <laughs> so far as time is concerned. In which case. You'd be lucky to get eleven minutes to rub together to yourself. So, yeah, um, it's been a busy. It's I been a busy imagine. couple of weeks. I can imagine. So um, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and I'll go ahead go ahead and go over that with you as well uh, in emails outside the game. But you're okay. twenty seven hit points as opposed to what you were at before. Okay. Uh, um, next down on the list in alphabetical order, Crowthu. Yes. It's, it's, it's looking weird to me here because I'm seeing 27, 27, and I'm seeing you also at 27 hit points. It almost looks like I made a mistake, but is that right? I mean, as, as, as far as the move to fourth level or, or yeah, where going I'm supposed up, to be at, at, at third? No, going up to fourth uh, level. If you say so, that sounds good because I'm at 21 right now on, on third level. Okay. Yeah. So tw- yeah. So tw- um, twenty-one plus five, plus your con modifier, would would put you at twenty-seven. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, and and uh, were you interested in uh, in, in uh, either increasing a skill or choosing a feat? Judging by. Uh, uh, judging by the kind of uh, work schedule that you've had to endure yourself, I don't think yeah. you've had any time to look into this either. I haven't. Okay, no worries. <laughs> I fully understand because is that yeah. instead of other? Uh, is that instead of other class benefits or? Well, there the other the other the only other class benefit that I could actually find was you get another key point, so you got four key points. Right. Uh, you also get this skill. Uh, I, I'm think I, I think I got this right. Called slow fall, where you don't yeah. take fall, you take your falling damage uh, gets reduced by five times your level. So whatever falling damage you might take in a fall uh, gets uh, at level four anyway gets uh, gets knocked off twenty points. twenty points. Yeah. Um. And, uh, and there's also the in. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was looking at this. Uh, they've got an uh, ability score in, in, in improvement too. Yeah, you you have that option as well, or again, uh, taking a feat if you would prefer at some point. So, so, so that so that's if, if I do the the the, the feat, it's not the ability score, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me think on that one then. Let's see if I can find the feats here while you go through everyone else here. If you have a player's handbook in hard copy, it's page one sixty-five. Um, that's where they start. They just go on and on, and then you, there's some of them in there that are like, "Oh man, yeah, gotta do this." Uh, and it, you know, that doesn't happen to happen now. It's, it's, you know, it's just an okay. option. Next down on the, uh, next on the list is Cuddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you of course also you get uh, another key point, and I have you at 31 hit points. Yeah, that's that sound right. That's uh, 
five plus my uh, constitution okay. bonus. Yep. yep. All right. Good deal. Uh, you two, of course, since you're a monk, you get the slow fall thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and uh, again, if uh, if you uh, find uh, that that you're uh, able to, to locate information on the feats, you could go ahead and select one of those or uh, opt to put the put the two put a two against one of your original rolled numbers. Um, or a one against two of those original rolled numbers to bring yeah. up one of your plusies, one of your modifiers. <clears throat> um, did, did you have anything picked out, or, or no? I haven't looked at it, but uh, okay, no worries, no worries. Yeah. Uh, Rogar, yeah. Rogar's up to thirty-six hit points. <laughs> we send him in first as a battering ram. Yeah, he, he's uh, he's at thirty-six hit points because. Ranger. Cause uh, badass. Cause badass ranger. Uh, but that actually that and and uh he too gets to uh he too gets to change one of the uh one of the uh con uh, one of his original skill pluses. And that uh that will take care of him as well. Sadly he uh uh Trilobite is undergoing some real-life interference, I think, on, the, on, on a par with uh, the kind of stuff that was messing with Mr. K a while ago, that old, uh, old real-life thing that's uh, just hammering him, and hopefully he'll be, able, he'll be able to come back and play with us soon. But in the meantime, um, it's an open-ended, unfortunately, he can't join us, and I'm going to keep his character uh, active mechanically in the game. Um <laughs> Out of focus, standing by the window in the background. Mark, he's over there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we use him as a coat tree now. We use him as a coat tree now. <laughs> but uh, hopefully, he'll be able to come back and and, and join us uh, as soon as possible. In the meanwhile, there's a there's a kind of a hiatus happening there, and uh, we hope things get uh, we hope things get uh, quite a bit less um, overpowering. The uh, real life department for uh, for trilobite and Rogar can join us again soon. But uh, that that the hit points themselves are, are uh, a good place to at least real, realize you guys are a little beefier, a little heftier, and you've got options as characters that I'll go into more detail with you in the in the email uh, between now and the next time we meet. Um, the way I, the way I was doing it before. So that uh, so that you're more aware of what your uh, options are. Assuming we still have a part. Well, the way we're going, we're assuming not... assuming you guys don't get killed. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and there it is. Uh, sorry, I keep hitting my mic. I think now. Uh, I think now we're we're. We're pretty much ready to step back into it, unless folks want to uh, take a quick bio break or grab some beverages before we get underway. Let's roll some dice. All right. The morning arrives, and for inexplicable reasons, here in the swamp, in a damp, dank, humid, bug-ridden fishy-smelling swamp. 
uh, surrounded by decay, but all manner of life, you awaken feeling stronger for some reason. Not really, not really knowing why, but somehow there's just a, an air of confidence, a, an underlying power that seems to be bolstering you all as you, uh, as you take a deep breath and get ready for breakfasts that are brought in for you. You're fed pretty readily. Uh, wow, I feel like I could take on the emperor by, empire by myself, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, very much the same way you were banqueted uh, upon arrival and uh, being seated before the king. But there's uh, there's quite a bit of activity going on uh, surrounding you, uh, even as you're uh, even as you're uh, even as you're having your breakfast meal, which is not uh, it's not chava food. It's food that was obtained and uh, copied as best as they could in what what they know about. Uh, the strange, the the strange food preparation of the two leggers, but it's not bad. It's all stuff that you're used to. It's all stuff that you're uh, um, happy to chow down on in order to uh, uh, carb up and get ready. But the the village itself is transformed a little bit. The uh, the the structures that you saw. Uh, as you approached, are in the process of being taken down. Quite a few of the Chaba, men, women, and children, are carrying bundles, bags, packs uh, with them, with uh, the some with meager belongings, some with quite a bit. Uh, some are just built, uh, carrying pieces of the structures. It's as if uh, the village itself is being dismantled, and they're doing a very fast bug out to get out of the area. Um, there are some guards, some of the official guards that uh, were wearing the royal raiment of uh, of the uh, inner circle, uh, directing directing uh, traffic, as it were, uh, so that folks can can uh, get out of the area as quickly as possible. The uh, structure that remains is the house-sized yurt that you were first brought to. That does not appear to be uh, being taken down. Just yet, anyway. There's no one near it, but uh, uh, everything else seems to be in the process of di- of disappearing. And you are directed to the yurt as soon as you're comfortably armored, dressed, fed, and uh, and ready to face the day. Uh, stepping in, the king uh, is is up. Uh, conversing with his advisors, who all seem a little bit tired, and surrounding them, even more tired, are holy men of the Chaba in their uh, in their respective royal court raiment. Apparently, they had spent most of the night enchanting uh, your weaponry that you had left behind, mm-hmm. which is still on the tables where you left them. Um, no discernible change to them. <laughs> They're not glowing or anything like that. They're not. Uh, they're not uh, suspended in midair, spinning around, shooting off sparks or anything like that. They all just look like they were when, when you set them down. But apparently now there is some kind of an arcane edge placed upon them, an enchantment that will uh, that will give them a kind of uh, supposedly, if they did their jobs right, 
that will give them a kind of a magical edge should that should that become necessary in the upcoming fight. Uh, once the king, once the king turns, uh, once the king sees you enter, he uh, cuts brief his conversation, waves his staff again the way he did the the, the night before, and that uh, sparkling wall of energy moves through you again. You feel that familiar tickle at the base of your spine, uh, at the base of your uh, brain, and uh, can fully understand him, whereas before. Uh, it was only the speech of the Chaba that he was uh, he was uh, making as you entered. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. When, when you say he cut brief his conversation, was it like? <clears throat> or I know we couldn't understand the words, but did we get the impression it was like cut off, like as in? Oh, they're here. I better stop talking about this, or was it just a kind of all right? Well, I I I gotta go talk to you later. Kind of, you know that. As, I mean, yeah, can we tell that from the tone of what he was saying, or from he, the gestures he, he was making? Yeah, the the gestures he was making, his stance, his conversation, that kind of thing. It was basically, uh, we'll continue this later. I'm going to address our guest because they're about to take off on a whatever. Okay, so it wasn't. No, it wasn't the. No, it wasn't anything like that. No. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. The uh, the holy men that are a part of well, that are a part of the Chava and a part of our power structure. Those that have the genuine talent that I need in order to. Well, in order to run things, have assured me that the weapons that you placed in their trust now have enchantments upon them that should prove effective against any kind of enemy that is vulnerable to such things. Or at least an enemy that has resistance to normal, normal weaponry without such enchantments. Um, please do take them up again, and I hope they, uh, I hope they serve you well. Many thanks, and thanks to your shamans. And if we survive this day, I will write a song in dedication to their valiant efforts. Thank you to the shaman, and if we survive this day, I promise I shall not steal much. Much? (laughs) 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 I mean, with a sly wink. (laughs) And if you write such a song, then that will be one of the very first tools of understanding that I will apply toward teaching our children the language of the two-leggers. It will be made use of twice, one to entertain and one to educate. Thank you. I certainly do hope you survive. (laughs) As do we, sire. (laughs) 
I have uh, I I have no further words of advice for you. I can only give you my best wishes, my highest hopes, and the services of two of my first guard to direct you to the temple. It is not it is not a long distance away. And it's one of the reasons why you see this particular settlement being taken apart. Should you, uh, should the possibility exist that you might, might fail, I have great confidence in you, but if you fail, there's no telling what will issue forth from the temple, and I just assume get all of the people that are here nearby as far away from it as possible. You understand. A reasonable precaution, yes. He nods in your direction, then waves his arm towards uh, two of his two of his best soldiers, two of his elite guard, who uh, hold their spears up in uh, kind of a salute to all of you. Nod in your direction, and then start moving out into the swamp stopping at the edge of uh, what was once the village and just glancing back in your direction. Let's go. Okay, following them uh following them out of the yurt and into the uh into the deeper portions of uh, the Wumper Bog. The sun is beginning to the sun is beginning to rise. The insects are getting louder. The wildlife is moving about. The heat is a little bit oppressive. And you find that uh, they're leading you along the driest areas that they know of so that uh, so that you won't be hip-deep in water until after about, I don't know, half an hour to 45 minutes of travel. You'll have gone about a mile away from the village. And... They stop at the edge of a large, a large body of water, and across, uh, across from you, on the opposite side, you see the leftover rigging, and a much, much drier, larger area of land where, uh, where wagons could actually roll, and uh, the rigging that you see are the broken pieces of some digging apparatus and shoring shoring timbers almost as if someone was, was trying to sink a mine here but of course you recognize it as the remnants of the dig for the bogwood that the uh, that the lumber companies of Wetstep had left behind after they pulled out several trunks of uh, of buried of, of the buried wood and did not return because that uh, that of course was when the uh, attacks began and the sabotage began uh, under the water which is very very still there's a faint glow about 10 to 15 feet below the surface the uh, the guards the two elite soldiers are extremely agitated, uh, almost to the point of physical paranoia. Even even in a fish person, you can see 
that they're not uh, they're not happy to be here at all and they're very much on alert but they do uh, they do point they do point under the water and indicate that that's the place that's that's where that's where the evil issues from and even with the sun fully beating down on the area they are still incredibly nervous what would anyone like to do uh adam mm -hmm. uh, before we go any further i'm letting you know that i'm using my option to add two points to my dexterity excellent that's going to increase my um, um attack chance and uh armor class by one each so you're on the class. Wait a minute. Your armor class is now 18? Holy crap. <laughs> What's my armor class? It's only 14. Yeah, what do you think of that simulation now, <laughs> Mr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would make you your... added that to what? Your dexterity? Yeah, that well, yeah, I your... can use dexterity instead of strength for um, our ah, chance that's... to hit. Oh, that does my damage by one, too, doesn't it? I'm not positive about the I'm not positive about the damage bonus, but it makes your attack bonus go from six to seven. Is that correct? Um. Yes. Wow. Oh yeah. You can use dexterity instead of strength for the attack and damage rolls for your unarmed strikes and monk weapons. So your damage bonus goes from four to five. Uh huh. Holy crap! Good for you. Can I can I be a monk now? <laughs> it is an interesting thought. I don't get there. this. You get because <laughs> I could stand to lift my armor class a little bit, honestly. Yeah, yours is uh, uh, but, yours but, is but, a fourteen some, as well. I'm sorry. There were some really good-looking feats, though, too. Yeah, and armor could. Oh, actually, no. You're a monk. You can't wear wear armor. Bummer. You your armor. But I was looking at at, at at either dual wielder or or a weapons master. Hmm, those are good. Those could have, those would have been really those would be really interesting. I will. You don't have to decide now. As a matter of fact, what I what okay. I want to look into is, and I don't know the answer to this, and I'm glad I'm saying it here because it'll <laughs> remind me in case I forget. Can monks wear bracers? Yes, I I think so. Because if monks can wear bracers, then you could raise your armor class with a, a trip to an armorer in the next uh, town, or something else. You know. Oh well, we, yeah, we have to make sure that doesn't count as actual light armor. Yeah, I don't know whether I don't. I I, I have to look into that. I thought I, I thought you meant I thought you meant magic bracers. Yeah. Surely some monk somewhere had to visit an orthodontist at some point. <laughs> oh, bracers! Sorry, I'm. I'll be over here. Put Zeke back on the headphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, that uh, the the feet. Like I said, when you look at those feet and you just go over and you're just like, oh damn, I want all of them. But anyway, or at least two. But yeah, uh, yeah, I I fully understand. And there's you know there's going to be magic items that are going to have plus something to armor. We'll see. You'll see, you know see what we what. Mm -hmm. uh, We'll kind of, I'll just kind of wait and 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 see it. At some point, you'll you'll see you, you might see that 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 strange leveling up light happen, and well, actually pick something. But we'll... 
We'll see. <laughs> yeah. I've been thinking to, uh, one of the things I've been thinking about is like, um, between all the gold you guys are going to get as a reward for things and, and, and what you, what you find uh, in the temple and, and that kind of thing, I keep thinking to myself, geez, I started these guys out with the enticing uh, prospect of earning as much as 500 whole gold for going up to die trying with a with a caravan and <laughs> time you get uh, done with uh, most of what's going to happen before that even occurs it'd be like well, why should we bother <laughs> oh really Five because we gold. said we would that's why it's a matter of an integrity there you go and we're heading that direction anyway <laughs> yeah may as well little back change, change. We hear there's some nice shops up there in town. Yeah. So. <laughs> You're looking at, at, at in, in the in the monk section of the player's handbook under unarmored defense, beginning at first level while you are wearing no armor and not wielding a shield. Yeah. So, so that looks iffy. But anyway, we will yeah. go on. I will figure this out later. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't have to be uh, settled upon or decided on right now. It's just. Uh, I just it was. Uh, I wanted to make sure you guys at least had more hit points than level three, <clears throat> where you were. Um, all right, that's very cool. Actually, I'm gonna, I think we're going to take this brief moment to uh, uh, stop that. Uh, where am I at here? I'm stopping my. Uh, this is in case it's coming through on the recording. It might not be coming through at all. I'm going to switch uh, over to. I don't hear anything from you. Yeah, I don't hear anything either. I'm gonna switch over to. Well, it shouldn't. You shouldn't. I'm glad you don't. I'm just okay. gonna to switch to spooky, scary place. Oh. All right then. Fine. <laughs> we don't. We don't know if the recording is actually getting this either. Or that's, to yeah, that's okay. true. That's the mystery to me. I don't know if it's coming through on the recording. But uh, yeah, I'm switching over to spooky, scary place just for my own self. Okay. So yeah, that's where we were at. They've led you to the spot. Um, 10 or 15 feet below the surface of the water is a glowing green. And, uh, they don't know and what it is. have to go down there. They do know that this is the, this is where, this is the, this is where the digging took place and this is where, uh, their dark god, this is ground zero for their dark god. And they have never seen that green thing, that green glowing before now or rather before the past two months or so well no gentlemen like... Oop, go on then no time like the present I was going Let's to go. say do, do we go to them or do we make them come to us I think I'd rather go to them we catch them unawares hmm The Chaba guards, the Chaba guards, uh, uh, finally, um, th their nerve leaves them and they, they nod quickly to you and gripping their spears retreat rather rapidly away from the area, uh, trying to look in all directions at once and keeping each other's backs because they just, this is a place of very, very bad mojo for all of their people. They were the, probably the two bravest that he could get to come and show you where this was but they're Splitsville 
Alright, so much for them. Not that we expect. Alright, let's go. We have to go in the let's water. Go. Are you a... Are you a feline? Yes, we have to go in the water. <laughs> Do you see this mandolin? This mandolin can't get wet. I can't leave it behind. Oh, there's a time for worrying about cooking utensils, and there's a time for worrying. <laughs> oh, that mandolin. Sorry. I don't know. Oh. It's, just a little, it's reasonable to think maybe she has like an oil cloth or something to wrap it in. If we're not underwater very long, that might help. Actually, theoretically, with my um, well, no, wait, that doesn't really work either because air isn't part of one of these things. I was saying with my elemental assumed, uh, uh, I could theoretically. You make a like bubble of, of air, but it, it doesn't list air. It's only earth, fire, water, or mist. Huh. Uh, I'll, re I'll refresh your memories. Thing. I'll refresh what your I memories as to your inventory. Yeah. You also have in your among your possessions a bag a of holding. Bag of holding. Okay, that is this game. Oh. I thought it was. Oh, <laughs> for a while I played three, and I couldn't remember whether it was this game or one of the other two that had the the what? bag of holding. What? Never mind. In. My mandolin's in the bag of holding. Let's go. <laughs> How foolish of me to have forgotten where I put it this morning. Good. Reggie. That's, that's, that's better than zip baggies. Okay. <laughs> We're sending Rogar in on point, right? <laughs> yes, Mr. 36 hit points can go exactly. on point. Exactly. Off you go. <laughs> yes. All right, I'm you... set. <laughs> you, you, you see the dragonborn, you see the dragonborn uh, taking a nosedive into the water, uh, very cleanly, as if he's done it a thousand times before. Apparently, he's a, an accomplished swimmer, and uh, and and disappears and is moving uh, through the murky water below toward the green glow. Mm -hmm. Do the rest of you follow suit? Yes. yes, but not yes. quite so gracefully. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A little more on the flailing end of things, but <laughs> All right, then, taking a deep breath um, and entering into the entering into the warm, brackish water of the swamp in this uh, in this area. Uh, the green glow becomes more pronounced and better defined as you get closer uh, you see that it is in fact only about between 10 and 15 feet below the surface and you're able to examine it more closely and it simply appears to be a shimmering field a shimmering wall uh, the water skips across its surface but it doesn't seem well, it doesn't appear to be penetrating or pouring in. Uh, it defines the green area, the green glowing area, defines the rough edges of what seems to be a smashed opening because a structure, of, a stone structure of some type extends above it, nearly touching the surface. But uh, if you peer in the dimness, uh, the rubble seems to be spilling past the green barrier into a chamber of some type. Does anyone uh, does anyone reach forward and touch it? 
poke my quarterstaff at it. Mm. Oh, there you go. Crowthu extends his quarterstaff uh, and presses it to the green glowing barrier and finds that it passes very simply through, almost as if it isn't there. Mm. I'll go on through. Following. <laughs> Someone Game over. <laughs> uh, the the rest of you uh, the rest of you can see as Crowthu moves bravely forward into the green bar- glowing barrier that he passes through it without incident, uh, descending uh, descending into the chamber on top of the rubble. And right. uh, Rogar, Rogar follows suit. You mm-hmm. see that uh, the two of them have passed through without uh, apparent injury or or any kind of fireworks happening. Hey, I'm heading down too. Yep. Okay. E4. Same. You find yourselves in a very, very dimly lit, um, however surprisingly bone dry chamber. No, no, that's bone steam. <laughs> Bone steel, my good boy. No, it's <laughs> the chamber. Sorry, uh, has has no uh, has no incursion of uh, the water of the swamp coming into it. Uh, apparently, this the enchantment that uh, is in place uh, is preventing that. It's uh, it's circular. It's about thirty feet across. And once you've entered and, and seen essentially the, the large stones and boulders that had crashed through the wall, spilled into the room, they t- take up a very small portion of it. What probably strikes you most about the place is that you hear nothing. You might expect, uh, oh dear, who did we lose? Did we lose someone? No. I'm still here. Yeah. Mr. Oh, Mr. There, K? somebody went. Yeah, Mr. K's gone. Oh, bummer. Proof that we began gaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is, uh, oh no. Usually he comes back rather quickly. Oh, that's alright, we'll go sad. fetch him. Be right back. Yeah. <laughs> That's stinky. Now I'm curious as to whether this uh, I'm curious as to whether this audio that I've got going is going to come out on the recording now that I have time to stop and think about it. I don't, don't think know. about it. It will be fine. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you were going to put it in there so that the kids at home could yeah. uh, hear what we're if hearing. You- if it isn't coming across on the recording, I'll be just as happy because it means that Levelator won't uh, grab the music and try and make it, you know, evenly loud all the way across, <laughs> which would kind of suck. But uh, I guess I'll find out. Kind of a scary experiment to do, but whatever. Ooh. Just entering the temple and Mr. K gets cut off. That is so disadvantageous. <laughs> The <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> Can you hear that from Kentucky? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk 
really loud, Mr. K. You'll be able to follow along. Get out the cans and string. <laughs> Grab the string that says Louisville on it and scream into the can. Can Go back to analog. Mm. But while we're waiting, quick like a bunny, I was at my oops, niece's karate belt test on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they have a, a little screen up on one wall at the dojo, not where, not for the practice area, but you know for the seating area. And yeah, it has all of these various and sundry affirmative messages and empowering, blah blah blah. But the one I liked, and I even took a picture of it so I would get it right, is change is hard at first, messy in the middle, and gorgeous at the end. Isn't Ooh. that true? Oh, I love that. <laughs> and and I wanted to throw that out there because when you're talking about experimenting with this new. With the with the sound and with adding the music and everything and, and you're fretting about it, I'm like yes, but <laughs> Ooh. but I wanted to share I'm it. Back. I'm like, yay! See, hey, yay. I even saw a brief bit of video there. Times. <laughs> well, oh. thank you. That is inspiring. That is exactly what I hope the hope for in this outcome as well. How did your niece do? She did get her belt. She's green belt now. Good, good. Girl. Only she can keep on track. She can be my bodyguard by the time she's thirteen. Be awesome. Oh, excellent. <laughs> be dropped by a thirteen-year-old. Wouldn't that be great? Mr. Anyway. K, Mr. K, you missed nothing. We stopped immediately upon losing you. Yes, we did. Okay, I kind of figured. Uh, you know, I, I was there going on about the possibility of a of a of an armor class bonus. Hmm. Well, I've, I've made my decision. I'm going to take dual wielder. Oh, there you go. When I when I'm, the, when I'm actually dual, when I'm actually dual wielding, armor class bonus plus one. Oh, there you go. All right, that's right. Well, I'm going to take you up to fifteen right now. Well, we'll we'll leave it at the fifteen because it's only when I'm dual wielding with with two separate weapons and not using quarter staff. But it's a thing that I can add on when I need to. So. Okay. Well, you were at fourteen. I was. We could take you up. To, I was. That's right. what I had okay. you at. Yes. Okay. That, that 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 is correct. Um. So I'll take it up to fifteen whenever you're going to use something besides the uh, besides the quarter step. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, that works. <clears throat> I'm coming up, back as a monk quarter somewhere. <laughs> I uh, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, these guys are. Uh, I keep saying it over and over again. These guys are lawnmowers. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> well, then there's a couple of feats you might be interested in, rather than changing one of your plusies. And I'll uh, I'll send the pages of that to you, and you can decide. You mean I can do this and kick ass this hard? <laughs> But, Sign me up. <laughs> as long as I don't break a nail or hurt my fingers for playing. Okay. Well, <laughs> while we have Mr. K with us and we're oh, all connected, we'll continue. We'll continue here. <clears throat> so, yes, anyway, you you might expect in a, in a place like this to hear some dripping water or uh, or the low erratic moans of breezes that are moving along ancient halls. Uh Drafts blowing through narrow gaps, even the scratching or pattering of rodent feet scurrying beneath the floors or along the tiny tunnels of erosion. But here, 
there is nothing but absolute, total, dead silence. And your own breathing seems to be amplified in comparison to the just complete absence of sound, but it seems uh, it seems to fit well with the complete blackness of uh, this place. It's just so cursed with oblivion that only yards away from you, uh, you can see nothing. Uh, and the very dim light from the green glow of the enchantment that's keeping <coughs> the water out seems to be the only thing that's lighting up the interior of this uh, of this chamber. <coughs> So, um, I'll refrain from torches? describing it, yeah, um, <laughs> unless somebody wants to cast a spell or light a torch, I'll refrain from describing it. Do you want me to use my glimmer thing so we can see? We want to stay in the dark, though, don't we? That's not up to me. Well, dancing lights aren't very helpful, are they? That's more like party time. Woot, woot. Never mind. Uh, no, they're, pretty, they're, pretty, they're a, pretty damn helpful, actually. A distraction, possible. But not not so much for looking around, right? Because they're moving around too much. No, it might like, be as much as a Kind of flashy. I, I think of them as strobe lighty, but maybe mm. not. No, what they are essentially are four separate light sources that you control the color of that uh, illuminate a ten-foot square around them. So if you set them right, you know, bring them together, you're in complete control of them. Oh, that's so not how I envision them at all. I guess I, mean, I should read the description again. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> if, yeah, you don't... <laughs> if you have torches, I can light them or snuff them out. So, but that will leave smoke. There. Won't would, but that would leave traces, heat, and smoke. Right? Do we want to leave Possibly. that kind of trace? I mean, I'm happy to use my my dancing lights if you guys think that would be helpful. Or we can do torches. Well, one. I don't know. I've got dark vision, so. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> Mr. Overwrought monk thing. Um, <laughs> well, on the other well, hand, with the torch, you have an instant weapon, too, don't you? All right, torches are good. I take it back. I mean, I mean well, if you want to, we, those, I think several, more than one of us have, have dark vision, though, don't we? Uh, Rogar does. I, wait a minute, no, Rogar doesn't. Uh... I think it's you, fabulous you. Yeah. I think it is just Krothu. I have to review again. I can't remember now. Of course, the whole point of 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 of, of course, I'm sure it'd be really good to like guide you all through the like darkness, and then all of a sudden light everyone's torches up, and you have the light suddenly jump. That's a good past. idea. We should probably come up with something. Uh huh. One way or the other. You've got uh, uh, four, three humans, a dragonborn, and a half-orc, I think. And the humans aren't going to be able to see in the darkness. So... Didn't bring lanterns or anything. <laughs> Here they are in the bag of holding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. They were there from the last thing we did. Thing. No, um, <laughs> well, um, well, that's like like maybe one torch, and then we can always bring in more if we need to. Because like I can, I can, I can pretty much light them. Okay. Whenever I want to. So. Well, off you go then. Alrighty. 
and I can scout ahead. The rest of you will have the the light to to go by, and I can kind of guide from there. Okay. So now we should put Rogar in the back, <laughs> bringing up the rear. <laughs> yeah, he's over there. Safeguard yeah, Rogar's us. over there. Whatever sneaking up behind us. He's got a shield <laughs> and a spear. He's at the edge of the light, um, ready. He can see in the dark. He's good. <laughs> and he's uh, he's uh, he's sniffing around for anything that might be alive or moving and listening intently, but he doesn't hear any more than anybody else does because. There just frankly is no sound in here. The air itself, the air itself just smells as if, well, it smells as if it's been encased, undisturbed completely, uh, for beyond the amount of time you'd, you'd care to imagine as just as old as, uh, as it could be. Nothing, nothing alive in it. Absolutely nothing alive in it. Not even, mm. not even bacteria. If you knew what that was. Mm. But wow. uh, with a torch lit, and uh, between Crowthu's explorations and your own, you see that you're in a circular stone chamber. That uh, that's about thirty feet across. Um, it's dome shaped, and at the top of the dome. There's a, a circular, circular area that seems to have a plug in it, a stone, a stone plug about, I don't know, about ten feet across. Oh, and there's a dog there too. Mm. <laughs> 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 um, but there's a very, very faint green glow coming from uh, a circular spot up. Up in the uh, at the apex of the ceiling, uh, as if uh, as if the enchantment needed to be there as well. Only uh, it's it's more uniform, it's cleaner, but it's a, a dull glow there as well, preventing any water coming in from above. Um, in the center of the chamber, there is a raised ring of stone. It's about hip height, and it's got a smooth top edge. Uh, the ring of stone, it seems to be acting as a retaining wall or a kind of a guardrail for a black pit or shaft that descends uh, into darkness below, and that too is about uh, about ten feet across, and evenly spaced around that circular retaining wall, almost as if it's a almost as if it's a wishing well in the center of the room, only smooth at the top. Uh, evenly spaced are four points or pillars, small pillars that are built into the wall. Their chest height at the top and they're about as thick as a tree trunk but they're stone and they're perfectly flat on top except that they're capped with small bronze statues they're like four there are four pillars on this ring and there are bronze statues on them 
if anyone cares to approach closer and uh, take a look at them uh, doesn't take an investigation check well I'll, I'll let somebody else do that but what I'd like to do is I've got these ball bearings which um, I don't know it, 100 slash 10 I don't know what that means but uh, but I've got them so I'm going to take one of them and chuck it down into the pit to see how far see if I can hear it land uh, after I guess about a second or two I, I can't do the math fast enough in my head uh, you hear a metallic clang as if it uh, bounced off something metal and then uh, a couple of uh, a couple of echoed skips uh, few, uh, after uh, after another metallic clang and then uh, and then silence hmm all right I would say that indicates spikes of some or something of that sort best we stay out of the pit okay how can, I see, if, can, I, can I see anything down sorry go, go ahead go, no go ahead you first. Can I see with the dark vision? Can I see any, anything down the the uh, the, uh, the pit if I look? It extends beyond sixty feet. Okay. Yeah. You do notice, though, uh, <clears throat> on uh, on uh, closer examination of the shaft itself, that it seems to be uh, coated all the way around the edges. The walls of it are coated with a kind of soot, and as you glance up, you can see that uh, the top of the dome is also uh, stained with the blackness of smoke uh, with the exception of the plug that's in place um, what must have been a circular opening for that smoke to escape hmm. but is currently uh, locked off now interesting the sacred fire pit some kind of eternal flame maybe uh, as you approach, uh, as you get closer to the to the um, retaining wall, to that circular uh, circular um, ring in the middle of the chamber, uh, and you take a look at the pillars. Mm. On one of them, there is a small bronze statuette of a bear. Uh, on the other one, on the, on the second one, there is a statue of an eagle. On the third one, a fish, and on the fourth one, a crocodile. Uh, if everyone could roll me an investigation check. Five. Thirteen. Eight. Oh, Rogar. <laughs> I'm waiting for that. And, uh, and then, and then uh, Rogar rolled a nine. Plus his, uh, plus his int makes it a ten. So I think, was that Argante? You rolled a thirteen? Thirteen. I, oh, and plus one for investigation? Fourteen? Uh, yeah, fourteen with your intelligence. So, uh, yeah, uh, Argante... Peering a little bit uh, closer with the 
with the torchlight can notice that uh, underneath underneath the bear on the pillar and carved into it there is a circle cleanly carved into the stone mm. on the pillar that the bear is resting on and it's on the side that's facing in towards the pit uh, looking looking at the other pillars you notice that the eagle statuette also has a carving under it and it's four angled wavy lines so the I'm sorry this isn't your lucky day <laughs> the bear has a circle yep. the eagle has four wavy lines yeah uh, the fish pillar the statue uh, the pillar that has the fish statuette on it has four straight horizontal lines below it Mm-hmm. And the crocodile statuette, its pillar has carved into it below the below the statuette, four lines crossing each other, snowflake style. And in the center goes the fifth element. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> We green. <laughs> how how were these arranged in uh, in, in in reference to the pit? They're uh, evenly spaced on the circle that surrounds it. Okay. And, Points of the and, compass. Yeah, pretty much. If you if you if you were to apply it that way, sure. Yeah. And can you get around the pit? Yeah, you can move completely around the pit. It's at the center of the chamber. Okay. Uh, is there anything else unusual about the statues? Does it look like they move at all or something can be placed in them? They, they just appear to be solidly embedded at the top of the pillars that, uh, that make up the, uh, that are built into the ring. Not action figures then. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're representative. They're clean representations of these animals, but they're not exactly they're not exactly high art. They're not uh, they're not uh, superbly crafted to be super realistic representations of bears, eagles, fish, or crocodile. But you know what they are. Um, Indigenous folk art. Yeah, that kind of, that kind of thing. Collectibles. And yeah. <laughs> and they're about they're I don't know they're about the size of. Uh, they're each about the size of maybe a, a, a large pineapple or something like that. Ooh. They're not real big. Oh, okay. I was picturing them as much bigger. No, no. They're just... Uh, they're just... They're, they're pretty small. And the only other unusual thing about the chamber, of course, is just the rubble that's spilling in from the, from the side where the wall was busted in, and it stops short of the stone ring. Hmm. Um, okay, well. Uh, I'm kind of at a loss here. Gladys, not just me. Am I muted? Nope. No, no I can I'm not. Wow, well, okay. <laughs> mm. 
And how high off the ground are these statues? How tall? I mean, the pillar on the pillars. Well, the I pillars. think if you just if you stood next to them, you'd you'd be uh, each each little statuette would be about face height. Okay, so there's no point in climbing. Okay, let's scratch that. But the pillars okay. themselves, though, do stand about a good uh, a good foot or two above the actual uh, the actual uh, rim of the retaining wall. And they're nice. Uh, they're nice and solid. They're thick as uh, they're thick as tree trunks. Each of them. And the walls, uh, the walls all the way around the perimeter of the dome-shaped chamber that you're in are pretty well crafted for stone. That's uh, as ancient as it is. They're very smooth, but uh, but there is no uh, uh, smooth, of course, except where the wall was breached. But there is no. Uh, there is no uh, doorway or exit. Luna apparently has an idea of what we should do. She says, pick the statues up. <laughs> but she's a cat. What does she know about it? <laughs> so those... Pat the statues around. <laughs> right? They don't do anything. They just go curl up in the room and take a nap. Phoebe. <laughs> So the symbols, do they depress? Do they seem like buttons of some sort? Uh, you, nope, Luna doesn't like that idea. Sorry. Entire columns, for that matter. If you're uh, really curious, you can go ahead and try pressing into one of them. Argante tentatively reaches out and presses the circle into the bear. Okay. Placing your hand on the circle that's just beneath the bear and giving, applying pressure and steadily more and steadily more and steadily just a little bit more. You come to the conclusion that it's just a circle carved into stone <laughs> and isn't going to do anything except Nothing. be a circle <laughs> carved into stone. No, no, you have to have Nothing. some temerity. And I walk up to the one with the wavy lines and just, just very with finality press my palm against slap my palm against the wavy lines ha ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, the echoing sound of a hand slapping against stone dies away um, rather quickly and that is how we do that they know not to this <laughs> round bone steel my god spank those symbols damn it <laughs> Luffy's going to look to the uh, crocodile one, and mm -hmm. he's going to see if the in 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 the entire pillar might actually push downward. Uh, whether you take hold of the crocodile statue or the pillar itself, well, or I, 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 like I, I'm putting my hands on the top of of the like pillar, and then applying pressure to see if it will like go downwards. Okay, mm. it is. Uh... I, I'm I'm not trying to like push it over or anything. I'm just seeing if it. Absolutely. Yeah. Applying downward pressure, uh, steadily more, steadily more. It's, uh. We all just got put into a bag of holding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling very holded right now. <laughs> no, you, you discover that, uh, it's, uh, very solidly, uh, at least very solidly in place. Integrated with the stone ring and does not appear to have any moving parts or any kind of a behavior that would indicate it's part of a mechanism of any kind. It's motionless and very, very solid and strong. I'm beginning to think this is just an altar and we should move on. 
Yep. No doubt we'll figure out what it's for later. Fair enough. <coughs> you know, for some reason, I got the impression that there wasn't any place else to go. So my bad. I, <laughs> I thought that this was like we were in a in a dead end room. With yeah, I wanted to make sure that we didn't have to cross over the pit. <laughs> Very smart. Ready to move. Certainly welcome to. What would you like to do? Going to the next tunnel. Where are the exits? There are no exits. I no. was right! We're in a trapped room! You have to... Okay, L, enter. Recall, recall, it's, recall, um, recall your inventories. Uh, candy cane missiles? Mm. And... Those will come in handy later. Is it time for more light? Aziz, light! <laughs> I was a joker and a, and a spell user. I, I tried casting the spell magic on the dome and see what that gets us. But no. <laughs> well, do we need to go down into the pit? What's in our inventory? Yeah. I am carrying my rapier in hand, ready for... Unless that. things get diff really desperate, I'm not giving up the triple X-rated scrimshaw tooth or the carved wooden duck. <laughs> I'm just letting you all know that right now. It's going to take Duly some noted. serious hell before I give those up. Am, so, I, am I muted or am I not? I can't you remember You are not where. muted. Not. Can hear you. It's okay. your outside voice. <laughs> you are absolutely <laughs> muted. <laughs> and yet we can still hear you. Has anybody heard of Blind Geek for a while? <laughs> <laughs> Is anything been added to our inventory besides enchanting our weapons? Mm, not that I don't... I'm aware of. But po possibly something that's of use to you. Rogar, actually, mm. uh, j j just to, to, to be a, a, a dick DM in metagame, Rogar <laughs> feels into his pack and rummages around and then feels the outside of the pack and then suddenly does a kind of a face palm as he remembers. Mm. <laughs> Crap. Crap. I remember my... <laughs> now I remember my rope was burned. Ah. I don't think I have any rope. Hmm. Positive? It no. all depends on what kind oh. of adventure... It all depends, on, it depends on what I kind don't. of uh, pack you selected. Oh, 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 Explorer's Pack. Yeah. Oh, I have rope. Oh. <laughs> Several of you at least should have some rope. Yeah. Um, and in addition to the rope, you still, unless you uh, discarded them, and I don't see why you would, you also have those uh, tough, strong silver cords that were tied around you in order to right. uh, transport um, from the mine when you rescued hmm. the mine. I have 50 feet of rope, so maybe we can p combine our resources and have enough rope to um, to attach to one of these statues here and lower ourselves into said pit. Well, it's dark farther down than I can see. We'll need a lot of rope. Well, between myself and... Uh, Andros's character, whose name escapes me at the moment. We have at least, Cuddy. I think, Cuddy. I, uh, we have, I believe, at least a hundred feet of rope. 
between us. Yeah, I have 50 feet of rope. And I've got a really, really tatty stocking that I'm willing to lend to the other. <laughs> <laughs> it's got too many holes and it can't be darned anymore. That darned so, stocking. So that might just be what you need. You know, it's got a little stretch to it. So <laughs> We'll keep that in mind. Always yeah. willing to lend a stocking. If I decide to, to go vigilante on you, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> so here we go. Here we go down the pit. Gonna go down the pit. Down, down, down. What do we tie off to? Are those pillars safe enough to tie off to? They're gonna have to be, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Hope so. Two of them? Can you split the difference and wrap around two of them? Doesn't it matter? You pull one. Like it's a bit less rope. Huh. All right. Because we were talking about at least sixty feet down. Mm Hmm. At least. Down, 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 gravity. And that's not counting the rope. The, 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 the distance from the edge of the pit to the outer ring where those where those pillars are. Well, we just have to hope for the best. Mm-hmm. And who's the biggest amongst us? Rogar? Probably. Send him down first and we can land on him. I need to research how falling damage works in this version so that I know just how effective my slow fall is. All right, you get a slow fall. You've got all the best stuff. Oh, oh dang it. Well, I'll okay. be back again. My dog is whining. i got to see what... Oh my god, I've been muted all this time. Uh oh. <laughs> my goodness. You've been trying to tell us to do stuff. Gentlemen. Well, no, I've just been trying to supply information to you and I've been muted the whole time. <laughs> the pillars oh. are as thick as tree trunks. They're solid stone. They're plenty strong enough to attach a rope that to. That tie off to. Okay. okay. And falling damage in 5th uh, edition is 1d6 per 10 feet and it caps off at 20d6. And my dad. shall return. Life. Okay. Only okay, show up ten feet at a time. time. Oh, sorry. What was that? I'm sorry. So I just have to, have to hope that the, the, the GM rolls lots of ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but my dancing lights only show us ten feet at a time. Right? True, but you got four of them. So you can space them apart if you'd like. What are we well, just was... down there? I'm sorry, I'm I missed that. That, yeah, why, why don't we just drop a, a, a lit torch down the pit? Try to keep it over to the side so we don't land on it then. Well, the, the pit is ten feet across. You can, you know, wherever it lands, you can easily avoid stepping on it. Alright. You probably don't want to set the rope um, on fire, though, but uh, you I mean, can also I avoid that. I mean, I don't... I mean, from the sound effects earlier, I don't think it's filled with oil or anything, so... Well, or if it is, and I'm wrong, we can find out for sure. Before well, we'll we know before we go down. <laughs> <laughs> so 
sounds good to me. <laughs> okay. Hand me. Wanna... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Someone hand me a a an unlit torch. It just kind of bursts into flames in my hand, and then I throw it over the edge and let it fall and see what we can see. From that. Mm-hmm. Okay. You uh, you watch as the dis- as the uh, flaming torch sputters and spirals uh, down. Away from you, along the shaft, illuminating the dark, blackened, soot-covered walls until it crashes to a stop about 80 feet below, as best as you can uh, guess from the distance, uh, with a with a harsh kind of clang, as if it had landed again on some kind of a some kind of a thin metal structure, and. Uh, Rolls a bit to one side and then settles, um, settles onto what, uh, what you can barely tell from a distance is some kind of a loose lattice or what might be a grate. <coughs> Sorry. And, uh, and then continues to burn. But, uh, it does not reveal, uh, it does not reveal any up, up, uh, Upturned spikes or or uh, anything sharp, but you do know that it landed on something metal. That's the whole combination of that and the soot is unsettling in all kinds of ways. Are, do we do we have rope set up? It's about eight, we have about eighty feet. We need to go through. Uh, do you tell me? I didn't. If you guys decided you want to Other tie people ropes have together, rope. sure. If if I have okay. a piece of rope, here you go. Hmm. But we don't want to stay in there too long. I'm thinking. Well, hmm. I'll assume I'll assume that uh, I'll assume for the, for the sake of uh, what's going on that you've tied two ropes together and lowered it, uh, tied at one least, to a pillar and lowered it down into the pit. Yeah. yeah. And if we are in fact sending Rogar down, then I will I will also follow. Okay, I'm back. Has the party volunteered Rogar to go first? <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to. Didn't you hear him say, Oh please I, let me go first? It That's is what in I his, heard. It is in his nature to want to go first. Yeah, exactly. He's also uh, the heaviest, so and I will protect all of you. <laughs> Each and every one of you. <laughs> I can't. I can't do. I can't. No, I, nobody can come close to, to <laughs> Trilobite's voice on that one. Nope. Yeah. And, but, uh, Adam, uh, yes, while, while, while they're getting the ropes together to do something, I want to go ahead and look at the walls in this room and see if I detect any any like secret doors or anything. Uh, in that case, you would roll an investigation check. Okay. Wouldn't it suck? Three of us get down there. It's like, oh, here's the door. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of. <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> I rolled a sixteen. Ooh. Is that with your uh, with your intelligence modifier? Yes, yes, I rolled a fifteen plus one. Okay, you uh, you you've gone very thoroughly over the smooth interior walls of this chamber and discovered no exit other than the green, other than the green. Uh, Enchanted water patch uh, mm. of a breach, breach in the wall. There's no other. Uh, there are there, to the best of your abilities to 
hunt for one, and you did pretty well. No, nope, mm. no exit. Okay, just making sure. Not a bad move, actually. I was having first edition DMG flashbacks there for a, a second. I'll explain once we get towards the end of the episode. <laughs> okay. Rogar, uh, Rogar uh, uh, straps his uh, spear to his back, uh, and then the shield on top of that uh, takes careful hold of the rope, uh, swings a portion of it behind himself, and in uh, in uh, the best uh, the best fashion that he can, begins belaying down the side the side of the uh, the shaft, the ten foot wide circular shaft becoming smaller and smaller as you watch the tension of the rope on the pillar tied solidly become more taut his, uh, when it his, suddenly goes slack that we need to be concerned <laughs> yeah his voice echoing he's going to he's going to go ahead and roll a dexterity check to make sure good that uh He's able to do this without actually getting injured in any way. Ooh. He rolls. Oh, good for him. His dexterity is plus four. <laughs> so so he rolled a seven plus four, eleven. That's one above average. He does not suddenly lose grip on the rope and fall the rest of the way. Uh, and actually manages to make it down to the bottom. Hmm. And you hear echoing up from the well. There is, a, there is another chamber here. Right. And you see the rope go slack, but you do not hear a crashing body. You just simply know that he's let go of it, so all of his weight is no longer his weight is no longer on the rope. Mm-hmm. And I did follow him down. Okay, following Rogar, Krothu does the same. Uh, he has uh, Rogar. Rogar has since uh, picked up the torch mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, stood to one side, watching carefully as you descend. Why does uh, Why don't Krothu go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw, a dexterity mm-hmm. check rather? To uh, <laughs> see how well you do, yeah. you got to beat it. Yes, Ten. let's be clear on that, shall we? That's a very important <laughs> distinction. Yeah. Oh boy. Looks like I'm gonna get oh, no. to use that slow fall after all. I <laughs> rolled a total of four. Oh dear. <clears throat> let's see, a total of four. Even if you rolled perfectly well on a hero dice, you'd only make average. Um. Yeah, your level is your level four times five. <laughs> oh man, that's that's twenty points. So that's twenty points off any damage so it, you so might it, take. It it, it 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 depends on how far down I got before this became an issue. I'm gonna say about halfway down, everybody's gonna make the so, check. So that's forty feet. So that's four dice. Forty-six. Where's forty-six? Oh my. Oh oh. All, all you have to do is roll less than 20. Actually, the most damage I can take from 46 is 4. 6, 7, 8. Nice. 6, 6 is 12. 14. 
18 and 4. 18. 18. That's it? That's 4d6. Uh, 4d6 damage from falling 40 feet. And that means that your slow fall kicked in as a monk. You were able to, in this particular instance, once you lost grip on the rope, for whatever reason, um, you realized you were falling and kicked off the walls uh, to the opposite wall and then kicked off the other opposite, uh, the wall there <laughs> and essentially zigzagged your way down, slowing your fall as uh, only a monk with your skills and agility could. Yeah. Uh, you therefore take no damage. Mm-hmm. It's pretty badass. Awesome. Ooh. Well do. done, you badass monk. I may have some oh, trouble yeah. climbing back up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it may take a couple of tries, but, you know, if you do well on the way back up, then uh, you won't you won't fall I'm at all. I'm sorry. We will be finding another way out of this joint. Hello. I think Nikki's got the right idea. I'm coming back as a monk, and when I do, I'm going to name him Adrian. <laughs> oh. Thank oh, you. Adrian monk. Um... You find yourself uh, landing rather harshly on uh, what seems to be an ash-filled basin shape of uh, of a latticework of of metal, a latticework of bronze woven together to form a very very large brazier. Mm. The ashes of which uh, are all over your feet and and arms as you uh, as you made. Close enough to a three-point landing to not look bad. Is it a brazier or a brazier? It's mm. not brazier. It's always been a brazier. <laughs> not a bourgeois. It's not a bourgeois. <laughs> These bourgeois with their braziers. <laughs> braziers. I'm going to go ahead and head down as well because just because. Yeah. One at a time, we'll head down. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Rogar and Krothu remain inside the large, uh, the large metal, uh, construct, uh, trying to, trying to, to be wary of anything that might, uh, of any way that might prevent, uh, injury to people coming down if they should lose their grip. Um, yeah, Bone Steel, go ahead and roll a, a, a dex check. 21! Like a champ. You're like you're like a Navy SEAL coming over the side of a, a wall with the rope dangling behind you, and you're just sliding down, sliding down, kicking off the wall. Yes. Doing Watch the, if you uh, knew what to do with the statues. We could have summoned the elevator. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> Doing it. No, they were pretty. They were they were solid. They were they were solid. Uh, oh yeah. Just attached to the top of the pillars. There were no mechanisms. Oh, there. it doesn't mean they don't tell you how. <laughs> so there, there I was were. I there was, was the electronic flamethrower or something. Anyway, all right. Yeah. Okay, I'm heading down too. That You'll even be the last. Weenies. Would you like to go first, and then yes, I'll go? Yes, please. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so I have to roll to see if I do it right. And uh, you roll a d20 and add your dex. Yep, yep. I'm looking in. Oh man. Oh. I rolled a six. My dexterity is dexterity is plus two. Oh, bugger! So I got eight. All right. In this case, I would really recommend rolling a hero, uh, rolling a um, uh, a hero point. So take a d six and and roll it. 
and yeah, take him out of the. Sorry, the bag got. Bag got there we go. Okay. Oh, that's a pretty purple one. And. <laughs> and six. Tiny thing. Shiny. It's very pretty. I rolled a six. All six. right. That that helps. So I had a. That puts that brings you up to fourteen. Fourteen. Yes, please. Yeah, four above average. So no, you do not lose your grip. Hmm. But there's some hairy moments. Thank yeah, you. There I'm might down. Be a hairy moment here and there. You <laughs> now have the while Cuddy, Cuddy comes down. <laughs> you now have five euro points left. <laughs> okay. Um, and then it's I'm sorry. Who who didn't go, Cuddy? Cuddy, right. Already. Thanks for watching my back, Cuddy. Let's see. I didn't be left up there by myself. Can you uh, tell? I rolled a four plus five. That gives me a nine. Is that? But you also have. have- a hero point. <laughs> oh. You have hero point, and and you you also have have uh, have the slow fall. That's true. As a, as a monk, so mm-hmm. it would be kind of, It is kind of weird that it's the two monks that. It's up to you, Cuddy. You can either uh, you can either um, uh, risk the slow fall skill or just spend a hero point. I'll risk the slow fall hill. Uh, Blue fall roll. Okay. Oh my goodness! All right. Yes. All right. Two, all sixes. And I'm in trouble. Thirteen points of damage. So you take no damage. Right. Good. And uh, um, learning from uh, learning from what you uh. Or knowing intrinsically, because you too are a lawnmower kick-ass monk, that mm. all you needed to do was kick off the wall to slow your fall and be badass and, and land in the grate. Oh, what do you mean? That's not the way we're supposed to come down? <laughs> <laughs> didn't, why didn't the rest of you guys do that? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Just like the rigging on the ship, you know? Oh. By the way, I wanted to look at something while I'm down here. Is there anything under this grate? Uh, there is uh, nothing in the recessed bowl of the brazier. It's just the black dusk of, uh, of ancient ashes. Um, and it's crisscrossed in a kind of a... It's made uh, up of straps of bronze that are almost woven into the shape of a very large... A very large, uh, essentially, platform for burning things in. Right, right. That's and, what uh, it's, I, I, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, yeah, you said it was a lattice work, so I was wondering if there were holes in the lattice for like oh, yes. the ash, ash to fall through. Oh yes. And there isn't anything underneath it, like some sort of mechanism. Nope. It's just uh, it's just uh, the hollow open that you see stone floor below with some with some ash covering that, and it's kind of it's pretty ornate for something as ancient as it is, but it's very strong, very heavy. And very mm. large, ten feet across, and probably about, I think, about six feet tall. Well, nothing to see here. Let's turn oh, no, around and go home. I'm totally <laughs> wrong. I, I'm not even reading my own thing. It's eight feet wide and seven feet tall. Okay. Hmm. Obviously, they've been playing us. Let's go back and uh, tell Master Luke. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to see. <laughs> okay, the the chamber you're standing in now, we're we're very near. Uh, we're gonna hit a stopping point very soon here. Oh no! 
I know. Too bad, huh? What? No. <laughs> Cuddy and uh, yeah, and down to the fire pit. That's it. Arr. The, right. the two monks almost hit a stopping point. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true too. Now, the chamber that you're in now is uh, forty is forty foot square, and it's got that massive standing brazier in the center. And that that of course is just beneath the ascending shaft that you guys came down. The metal work of the brazier is bronze, constructed uh, intricately woven flat bands of metal. And it leaves decorative open gaps, forming a pattern of thin triangles within the weave. Um, and there's nothing else notable about that except, wow, look what they could do a long time ago. Mm. Uh, nothing in the recessed bowl of the brazier but the ashes that you lay in. <coughs> but the walls of this chamber display some carvings. And they're very, really kind of tough to make out unless you bring a torch right up against them. Unless, uh, again, unless the bard wants to make use of dancing lights. Bring a torch, Jeanette Isabella. Aziz, light! Aziz, light! (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Thank you, Aziz. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, if you, uh, if you, if anybody brings a torch near the walls and looks, what you will see are that the, the chamber's, uh, got base relief carvings all the way around the outside of it. And, uh, it's displaying humans. No other species present, apparently. Um, but they're all in ceremonial regalia. They're all carrying scepters or, or bowls, or they're holding staffs. Some figures are clearly royalty or priesthood. Some of the figures are very obviously soldiers. Some seem to be some seem to be half-clothed commoners, and they're all in profile. If this is ringing any bells, good. Um, mm-hmm. So far as the look goes, and the mural of the carved stone it continues all the way around the four walls. But there's no writing whatsoever. And occasionally here and there there are trees and birds and animals and weapons appearing in the carvings. And along the top near the ceiling is uh, um, depictions of star constellations and patterns making up most of the upper, uh, upper portions of the room. The eastern wall of the chamber has a 10 foot by 10 foot square stone frame with a set of uh, pebble textured bronze double doors and they're about eight feet high they're very solid looking and there's no visible mechanism or lock on the do- on either door but there are crafted specifically to keep them shut beams that are wedges of bronze-clad stone. Heavy, but not immovable. The beams are Mm. like jams, as if you would put a chair under a doorknob. These beams were very specifically built to fit into notches in the door and the floor to simply be reinforcement uh, beams to keep the door shut. 
They're about as thick as an average human leg. They're perfectly cylindrical. And uh, top and bottom, they're each set into notches. Oh, at the bottom, a divot in the floor, and at the top, uh, a slot in the door itself that were made for them. <laughs> okay. Rogue, and we I can't. The strongest amongst us. Would you care to try to <clears throat> remove those beams? Wait, is he the strongest? I don't know. Let's see. What, who's got the highest him and strength? And the Crothus had an 18 strength. Crothus got, yeah, you got a plus 4 uh, strength. Rogar, Rogar also has a plus 4 strength. The two of you, yeah, you and Rogar have the two, uh, two, two high strength. Dude, can we right. still do assists? You the could rock, paper, together, scissors it. <laughs> the two of you together, uh, actually would, would be able to, uh, to move, um, one of the beams away from the door, um, essentially unbarricading it. Okay. Um, there are insert uh, handholds for swinging the door doors into the room. Um, they're oh. very simply slots carved. <clears throat> um, nothing that gets turned or or. Uh, Unlatched or anything like that. They're just simply places to put the hand to pull on the door. Oh, then do we need to move the beam? Well, the door won't swing in unless okay, the beam that's, is moved. That's what I thought. Okay, so I'm okay. I understood. <clears throat> then. Okay. Do I have party consensus on whether you want to remove the beams or not? I didn't mean to just jump well, ahead and say you did. Yeah, because you know, you understand know, here looking silly. This is the only. <laughs> this is the only apparent way out. Uh, there. Uh, the entire Boarding. rest of the forty-foot square is covered in the base relief carvings of uh, all the ceremonial people, animals, places, and things that are depicted in them. And the only interruption is this doorway—a double set of double doors. I, for one, feel as lovely as their artwork is. We should get the hells out of here. So... Well, it's not that. It's just the way that we're set up to keep something out of here instead of to. Keep something in. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's a distressing point too. <laughs> it's, a, it's a question of. This is not a fun I, place. No, but <laughs> we know it's not going to be fun. The point is, we need if we're going to vanquish the foul evil, we need to find it. So, and the only way of finding it seems to be through that door. So. Yeah. All right, I'll stand here holding a candy cane while you guys open the door. Now, it just seems strange that they've set a door which is here for, like, the maintenance of this, this brazier, but the only way to get through it is from the brazier side. Where's the green glow we were following? Is it just Did it just stop at that spot where... Overhead, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we might as if this is the only way to go, we might as well go. Unless you want to search for secret doors again. I am the, my impulsive the, side is kicking in. I'm I'm for going through the door. Okay. Let's go. Okay, the the between Krothu and Rogar they're able to uh not too with not too much difficulty actually, uh remove 
at least one of the beams on one door. So it is now no longer barricaded, and if anyone if anyone wishes to grab hold of the handhold that's built into the door and pull it open, they can, or not. I'm not going to decide for you guys which one of you guys do this. Um, I'm holding on to well, my staff. <laughs> I've got impulsive in my on my character sheet as a personality trait, so I'm thinking Bone Steel would probably just walk right up there and just <laughs> throw caution to the wind and just do it. Mm-hmm. Argante is going to hold on to a candy cane missile, <laughs> really, uh, just in case. Sensible, a sensible precaution. A yeah, dagger and short sword. I'm not ready. saying it's the smart thing to do, but <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yeah, the door is uh, it's um, pebbled bronze. It's eight feet tall. It's particularly hefty, so it doesn't swing open like a screen door. So, uh, with a little bit of effort, you're able to give it a tug and then give it another tug, and it kind of slowly creeps open, uh, um, and you're able to overcome the weight of it being in uh, in that position for a long time because there's nothing in his way, nothing accumulated uh, against the door or anything like that. It just slowly slowly opens without a creak and uh, what you would probably what would probably be darkness beyond uh, a hallway leading away from the door is interrupted by a quick glimpse of brightly gl- glowing green ribs mm, barbecue and femurs and oh, radiuses and ulnas and uh, tibulas and fibulas uh, about uh, 20 or 30 feet down the hallway mm. human oh, chava off, size top, monster top. size Topped off with a skull, mm-hmm. moving uh. rapidly toward the door. Ah. Uh, oh. At least one, maybe three. It was. It's a very quick glimpse you get uh, as you look uh, down the hallway. Shut the door! Shut the door! Shut the door! Shut the door! <laughs> well, and do what? We can't just stand here forever. Open fire with the missiles! Open fire with the missiles! <laughs> uh, these are nothing. I yeah, exactly. That's them with my moment. quarterstaff. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> swinging the door shut, wily e. coyote style. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go ahead and call it at that particular point. Right. Because... <sighs> wait, are we? Because sli- wait, or not? We're we not. Yeah, as a party, together. we are not agreed to sl- slamming the door shut, wily e. coyote style. I you're think right. a lot of us are planning on going forth. Hold on. You're no, absolutely fine. right. Bone Steel, okay. you're absolutely right. You are standing at the door uh, after having pulled it open and seeing what you saw. That's the point where we will okay. call it. Mm. And you will decide. You can decide what you guys and you specifically won't and the last like word to do. You hear, the last thing you hear before the credits roll is bugger! <laughs> <laughs> How many of them were there, by the way? Uh, at a quick glimpse of Probably guess about two or three. You're not entirely sure, Bone Steel. Okay. All right. Too damn that's many. Good. That's how many there are. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Cool. Um. Yeah. 
So uh, I'm sorry to say that uh, it turned 10:15 before we actually got to yeah combat. But you are you are well and truly in it. Yeah. Okay. Well, Here that's we a go. good place to start next time. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm down to five uh, hero points. And well, and well done too. Because it kept you from taking damage even before you met any of the denizens of this particular evil place. Sure. Um, uh, and 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 there we are. Um, yeah. I I I I apologize for uh, for uh, our 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 um, we're getting a bit of a late start, but. There's plenty more. There's plenty more to deal with here, uh, and I'm still extremely glad that you guys are level four coming into the coming into the joint. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. we are too. Can yeah. it be level five? Clearly, clearly <laughs> considering that that if we weren't level four, we wouldn't have, have had slow fall. And <laughs> that's yeah, why his simulations all went bad. Is because in his simulations we all fell to our de- <laughs> deaths in the pit. Yeah. Oh, you missed the skill check. Sorry. Um, yeah. Who do you want to play next game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. How to be a great... What is that? These oh, look I found, really fun. This is a YouTube series I found that I think you all would be interested in. How to level up like a boss. <laughs> Rogues and why we like them. There you go. Wizard two Zs. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Four points to ponder, monks. Why you should play a cleric? No, they look adorable. All right, I have to come through these. GM yeah. tips. Wow. Yeah, the red ones are for game masters. The blue ones are for players. Oh, and of course, the players would never look at the red ones. No, that would be no red. <laughs> Let's see. Five ways to make block hooks. I'm gonna start with that and just work my way through. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is a great how to help your GM. Can't be bothered with that one, and it's 17 minutes long. <laughs> pish, pish, posh. The ten okay, mistakes guys, I gotta we get all to bed. make. Yep. Wow, all I need right. to watch. I need to watch that one. All right, Thank my you. dears. Thanks Thank you so much, you. Very, guys. Very much, right, folks. Yep. See you in two. Again. Yep. Two Today three. after your birthday. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Oh, it could be a Hobbit birthday. What are you going to bring us? <laughs> I like vanilla cake, please. Uh, I know some people go for chocolate, but I like vanilla. As do I, so... <laughs> well, then, happy happy almost birthday. Thank okay. you. you then. All right. Excellent. Okay, folks, stay stay safe, stay uh, stay warm, and uh, and I'll see you guys in two weeks. Sounds good. night, folks. All right. All right. Take, take care. Take care, everyone. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.